With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gotta have them on the train of plywood. Trying to nail it up on a knotty pine tree. Recorded live. Saying I was here first. This is my piece of dirt. And your rambling don't rattle me. Some people care about what other people think. Worry about what they say. All right, good evening all. This is Frank, the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. Let's see, it's uh, Tuesday, November 24th, 2015. It's about nine minutes after 8 p.m. Pacific time, if that's when it is where you're at. We are, in fact, live. 
which means you can call in 800 932 1980. And uh, you can go to our chat room, which is located at the uh, website, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. All right, so there you go. Oh, well, you can directly contact me normally through Yahoo Instant Messenger, but uh, I'm going to have to reboot that computer and haven't had the chance uh, because for some reason it opens up, but nothing, uh, nothing I type, nothing you type, I can see. So it has to be rebooted. So, But that is the uh, screen name. If you do have Yahoo Instant Messenger or you're planning on getting it, AVRN Talk goes right to me. Okay. Well, let's get on to something. You know, I, I want to kind of start where we left off on the last show with Al. Because we were talking about something from Oregon here. Uh, Coos Bay, which is over you know, on the coast, which you would expect from a place named Bay. Uh, citizens of Coos County, Oregon, decided on November 3rd that if that they consider their right to keep and bear arms beyond the reach of the federal government. Specifically, voters approved a bill that authorizes the Coos County Sheriff to in, interpose between the people of his county and any state or federal act that would infringe upon the rights protected by the Second Amendment. Well, I, I like this. I mean, I like the idea of it, and, you know, I don't know if they would have, you know, done something a little different, whether it would have made any difference or not. But if I'm going to write a county ordinance... I'm not going to rely on the Second Amendment. I'm going to rely on Section 27 of Article 1 of the Oregon Constitution. And then maybe after that I'll add, and by the way, the Second Amendment. But nevertheless, they're basically dragging the federal Constitution into the county ordinance. The text of the ordinance declares as null and void any regulation of the right to keep and bear arms any regulation. Wow. It also empowers the county sheriff to ascertain whether any regulation, local, state, or federal infringes unconstitutionally on the right of citizens to be armed. Perhaps most importantly, the new law forbids the expenditure of county funds or other resources on the executing of Oregon's recently reinforced background checks for anyone attempting to purchase a firearm. Over 60%, folks, that is considered a humongous landslide. Could you imagine in a presidential race somebody getting 60%? I don't think Obama got that. And he was running against John McCain for crying out loud. 
Anyway, 60% of the voters support the Second Amendment Preservation Act. The proposal made its way to the ballot as a result of dedicated efforts by advocates to secure the signatures of a sufficient number of registered voters to put the measure before the people. You see, this is what happens when the people vote on something. This is what I'm saying, folks. Listen. When you go and you say, all right, uh, you know, oh, the Oregon legislature, the county commissioners came up with an ordinance. It's never to your benefit, okay? It is never to your benefit. It's always to the government's benefit, whichever government it is. If it's the county commissioners, whatever they write is to the benefit of the county, which means them and all their buddies that they give contracts to. State legislators, same thing. State and all their buddies that they give contracts to never you look it's like this oh the polls say the polls say oh who is it this week huh who is it this week Ted Cruz oh Ted Cruz is catching Donald Trump oh wait a minute what happened to Ben Carson I thought he was catching Donald Trump not anymore well, what's happened is people have started to see where Ben Carson actually stands on things. And, and, and there's the whole thing. He never had that kind of support. This is my point, folks. So, you know, the media wheels out Ben Carson because he's black. Oh, he's catching Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, well, now he's not. Oh, oh, hey, there's Ted Cruz. He's, he's Cuban. And I don't mind Ted Cruz. Look, I don't, I don't trust Ted Cruz any more than I do Donald Trump or any of the others. However, I kind of like Ted Cruz. I like his story. I like his narrative. I like his rhetoric. I like Ted Cruz. I don't like everything about him, and I don't trust him. But I don't have anything seriously against him like I do Marco Rubio. Man, you people, if you're, gonna, if you're going to consider that slick piece of slime called Marco Rubio because that's what he is he's just slick that's all he's a slicked down beaner okay he's learned how to walk and talk white but man I'm telling you that guy has bad news he's every bit as worse as Obama he is he, you know well I, I, I would say this but it's not true because you know, you have to have a collage, okay, of pictures under the definition of rhino. But his picture would certainly be in that collage, all right? Well, so who's it going to be next week? Is it going to be Rubio? Rubio's catching Trump. Everybody's catching Trump, and then they're not by the polls. Hillary can't even fill up a room at a liberal college. Bernie Sanders, the communist, is filling stadiums, and yet Hillary's 30 points ahead in polls. Oh, okay. Well, then we go, and we go to websites, some of them very big websites, some of them, and folks, listen, I realize that if you're a hacker, you can vote more than once. I, I realize that. But if you're just your average computer user, believe me, folks, the average computer user isn't going to be hacking into anything. They can barely get to a website, all right? 
And then if they can figure out what to do once they get there, it's a miracle. And these polls that they have on these websites, well, you know, like, who are you going to vote for? And they'll list the candidates. And then you go and see the results, and you see Trump's, like, 20 points ahead of anybody, and 500,000 people voted. Hmm. Then you go on TV and go, well, Donald Trump's got a slight lead of 5% on, on uh, Ted Cruz, who's uh, making headway and catching up. And, uh, well, we asked the whole 800 people. And uh, you can believe us because this is a scientific poll versus those <laughs> internet polls where just 500,000 people vote once. And we decide, uh, you know, okay, uh, you know. You can't believe the polls. You can't believe, you know, anytime they come up with some legislation that they say, oh, this is going to be great for you. No, it's not. It's not for you. All right. Sounds like we got a caller. Go ahead, caller. Uh, hey, I was just calling to see if you could update Pastor Ernie. Sure, I can do that, but I'm in the middle of a show right now. All right, there we go. Okay, let me continue on here. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, yes. The principal proponent of this measure, remember the measure, is retired optrician Rob Taylor. In an interview with the Oregonian, Taylor said he was confident that despite the recent armed assault at Umqua Community College that resulted in nine deaths and the wounding of nine others, voters would show up and support their right to arm themselves. Despite... You see, even people on the right side are giving this whole thing the wrong narrative. To say despite the shooting, I think people will... No, 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 no. He should say, you know, because of the shooting, I think people are going to. Because it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculously failed policy to disarm law-abiding citizens. Actually, it's... It's ridiculous to disarm anybody. Oh, my, we have terrorists. Oh, we have refugees that want to kill us. Oh, we have all this big dangerous world. Oh, gosh. What's your answer? Hey, I know. Become absolutely defenseless. All right. What kind of policy is that, huh? All right. We gave it a try. It didn't work. Let's try something else, like, hmm, we live in a dangerous world, there's people out there who want to kill us. Hey, I've got an idea. Why don't we arm ourselves? And that way, when they try to kill us, we can kill them back. Look, is it also, if, let's ask the military, let's ask the Pentagon. Really? So you're the strong arm of this government who has this policy that, oh, it's much safer for us to be disarmed. Hey, why don't we try that with your soldiers, huh? Why don't we just start sending American soldiers to Afghanistan and Iraq and Syria and the other 140 countries they go to? Why don't we send them all there without any guns? Because, you know, guns are dangerous and all. Why don't we do that? 
How's that? Would that be good? Because it's a lot safer. You told us, right? We're sick of having troops killed. Let's take away their guns. That'll make them safer, right? Well, obviously, they'd laugh you out of the place and call you an idiot, and they'd be right. But yet, here's our politicians. This is what they're saying. It's a very dangerous world, and it's getting more dangerous, and our answer to this is have you completely defenseless. Oh. Yeah, and we have a plan. You have a cell phone. You can call 911 while you're shuddering under your desk. And I'm not sure if shuddering means you're peeing your pants or not, but it, it kind of, I don't know. That's what it seems like to me. He says, this is uh, Rob Taylor, the one who was pushing this, actually the main guy behind it. He says, I'm so confident that the Second Amendment measure will pass, I'm not spending one dime. He didn't spend a penny on his campaign. It's not his campaign, but he didn't spend one, one penny promoting this. And 60% of the people voted for it. Voters in Wheeler and Walla Walla counties have approved nearly identical pills. On June 2nd of this year, the County Commission of Lane County voted 4-1 to one that local government could not afford to investigate violations of the new law and affirm the right of the people to keep and bear arms under the U.S. Constitution, Second Amendment, blah, blah, blah. You know, that is the, really the only problem I have with this whole thing. Why is everybody always focusing on federal, 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 federal? You're writing county ordinances. Why aren't you using the Oregon Constitution? You know, I, it really bugs me. With the constant danger to unrestricted with the constant danger to unrestricted gun ownership coming from all corners of government, the voters of all four of these counties are to be congratulated on their nullification of all those threats, whether they be from the White House or the State House. The most effective weapon in a war against small and large tyrannical attacks on liberty is nullification. Nullification occurs when a state, county, city, or other local entity holds void null and of no legal effect any act of any government body that exceeds the boundaries of its constitutional powers as the coos county ordinance demonstrates the law of agency applies when one party gives another party legal authority to act on the first party's behalf the first party oh here we go the first party, the second party to the third you know, oh man this legal stuff try to follow along the first party is called the principal, and the second party is called the agent. The principal may grant the agent as much or as little authority as suits his purpose. That is to say, by simply giving an agent certain powers, that agent is not authorized to act outside of that defined sphere of authority. Upon its ratification, the state, as principals, gave limited power to the central government to act as their agent in certain matters. As common defense, taxation, interstate commerce. The authority of the agent, in this case the federal government, is derived from the agreement that created the principal-slash-agent relationship, 
Whether the agent is lawfully acting on behalf of the principal is a question of fact. The agent may legally bind the principal only insofar as its actions lie within the contractual boundaries of its power. You see, folks, this is the whole idea of, all right, let's look at the Constitution like a box, a big box, okay? And in this box, you can write a bunch of laws. Let's make them little boxes. And you're going to write as many as can fit in a box, which, you know, but they got to be inside the box. You can't just start stacking up boxes outside the big box and just start calling them, oh, yeah, we can do this. No, you can't. If it's not in the box, it's void. This is what they're saying, okay? Should the agent, which in this case, as they said, is the federal government, exceed the scope of its authority, the, not only is the principal not held accountable for those acts, but the breaching agent is legally liable to the principal and any affected third parties who acted in reliance of the agent's authority for that breach. Under the law of agency, the principal may revoke the agent's authority at will. It would be unreasonable to oblige the principals to honor promises of an agent acting outside the boundaries of its authority as set out in the document that created the agency in the first place. This goes on and on, but, you know, it's just a, it's pretty simple. The federal government's gone crazy. The state legislature of Oregon won't do a darn thing because they're almost every bit as corrupt as the federal government. So the counties, some of the counties, and the nice thing here in Oregon is we can, uh, you know, we can put things on the ballot. I don't know if, I, I doubt, I, I know every state doesn't have that. California does. Uh, what do we call them? Uh, do we call them referendums or something else here? I know down in California they call them measures. They might call them measures up here, too. Um, you know, if you get enough signatures, you can put pretty much anything you want on the ballot. Now, you've got to, of course, uh, you know, set it through the uh, Secretary of State, which is always a problem because if it's something they don't want, They'll say, well, you have duplicate this, you have bad signatures, uh, unregistered voters, yada, yada, yada. And we're going to throw out half of your signatures. And that's what they try to do. They also, unlike the legislature, which I think this is a good rule, and it should be applied both to state legislatures and the, the federal Congress, that every law because it is the rule that every measure only address one subject. Okay? Like, for instance, here when we had the thing, you know, they want to legalize marijuana for recreational use. Okay, that's one thing. 
it would have got thrown out if they said we want to regulate marijuana for recreational use and uh, you know legalize tinting your windows on your car whatever they have thrown that out because that's two that's two subjects that's two different things and Congress does this all the time this is how they sneak things by they'll take something that absolutely is everybody pretty much agrees well, look we got to pass this and then they'll throw some piece of crap pig document in there with it and say it's part of it and they'll pass the whole thing and we'll get some horrible law because well it was a have to do thing see this simple rule would take that away from them no no you want to pass a bad law you're going to have to present the bad law by itself and vote on it so we can all see exactly what you're voting on and we can also know that you know exactly what you're doing while you're doing it. We can hold you accountable, and that's why they don't do it, because they don't want to be held accountable. You know, in the last show we talked about this. Folks, you see, it's not just the cops. It's the politicians. It's the bankers. It's the wealthy. And I'm not talking about the guy who's got a million dollars who lives down the street from you, I'm talking about what they like to refer to themselves as the elite. They're anything except the elite. See, elite is a good thing. Elite means you're better than everybody else. And let me tell you something. These rich scumbags are not better than anybody else. All right? They're just got a lot of money. That's all they got. They got a lot of money, and most of them got their money because they were born into it. Very few of these dirtbags actually earned all their money. Hey, even our favorite billionaire, Donald Trump, didn't earn all his money. He started off as a rich boy, okay? Daddy made all that money, not him. Now, Donald, okay, to his credit, he didn't lose it all. He probably built on, top, he built on it. But you see, that's not so hard to do. You give anybody out there a billion dollars, you know what? You give me a billion dollars, I can guarantee you I can turn that into $10 billion with very little effort. That's a fact. When you got that kind of money, when you're starting off with that kind of money, you have to be a complete moron or maybe a drug addict or something to lose it. Actually, you'd have to be pretty stupid not to make more money with it. But you see, the problem isn't really, I mean, okay, you know, it's not a good thing that cops have a, nine, uh, a, nine, a less than 90 IQ. Okay, that's not a good thing. But that's not the problem. And it's not even that, oh, all cops are brutish criminals that, you know, if they weren't wearing a badge, they'd be out breaking the law. Do you know there's been psychological studies of cops, and they have said that they have the same psychological makeup as the criminals that they basically try to police? Yeah. But that isn't even really the problem. The problem is you take anybody in any job, banker, doctor, politician, cop, whatever, and you tell them, hey, 
we're not going to hold you accountable for anything. You can do whatever you want. Okay, so you got cops planting evidence on people and shooting people in the back as they're trying to run away, and they're getting away with it. You got lawyers selling their clients down the river. They're not getting disciplined. You got politicians taking bribes and, and, and selling the whole country down the river, and they're calling it lobbying. It's okay. You got doctors. Doctors going into women and chopping up little babies and pulling them out piece by piece and then selling those pieces. You see what happens when you don't hold people accountable for their actions. They go mad. And folks, I'm telling you, this is a problem. And, and the, the core problem, and a lot of you are going to disagree and probably not like this, but that's just too bad because this is my show and it's my view. I believe it's spiritual. I believe the lack of accountability comes from the lack of biblical reverence in this country as there used to be. That's not to say everybody used to be a good Christian in America, but everybody did respect Christian principles. Everybody pretty much figured, gang, you know, I don't know who he is, I don't know where he is, I don't know what he is, but I know one thing. There's somebody somewhere keeping an eye on me, and if I step out of line, he's going to slap me down. Look out for the lightning bolts. People believed that. People no longer believe that in this country. This is not a Christian nation anymore. The nation itself has nothing in common with Christian principles. And the people are not that far behind. We have lost that. They've taken the Bible out of the schools, they've thrown God out of government, and they've even, they've even extracted God out of the churches and turned them all into corporations. Corpses. No accountability. Hey, if it feels good, do it. You know, I mean, it's just the no accountability. And who is that? What's that guy who wrote the uh, Satanic Bible? Didn't he have a, a, a phrase like that, do what thou will? Do whatever you want. Feels good, do it. See, that is an attitude of no accountability. When people don't have accountability, they go mad. And we're witnessing it. But right now, got to take a break. We'll be back in just a bit. We'll play Stump the Room. See how the room does. We'll be back in a bit.
Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
Okay, I'm trying something else here, and uh, I realize that uh, it's not right, but I'm working on it. Just give me a second here. We'll see if we can... Uh Trying to see if this will work here. I don't know if you can hear me too much, but uh, we're working on it. We're working on it. Moving that up. See if we can't hear, 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 hear. Well, I don't know. I'm not getting anything from the chat room, so I don't know if you can hear me or not. I see things moving around on the screen, uh, so that usually means something's, something's happening. Something's happening. I'm not sure what, but it is, uh, uh, let's see here. Okay, does anybody hear me on the, in the chat room? And uh, does it sound, uh, bad, like it does in my ear? <laughs> yeah, not good. Well, I'm working on it, so give me a, give me a second here. Uh, let's see. This is really the the only, well, not the only way I could test it, I suppose, but uh, it's the easiest way. And, uh, okay. Too low and distorted, okay. That uh, could be a lot of different things, and uh, we'll see what it is. Uh, perhaps. To that, to that, to that, to that. No, that's too low. I can see that's too low. Okay, so we have three too lows. So I'm thinking it's probably too low. All right, well, anyway, so uh, let me try this here. That's... I have too many dials, folks. Yeah, okay, I get it. It's it's not sounding too good. So okay, let's uh, let's change our plan a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Everybody's a comedian in there. Uh, and I'll uh, just try. I'll get this back up to where. Oh, maybe I won't. Okay, great. Hmm. Okay, well, we're going to have to suffer through this for a second. Look, I'm not taking any calls right now. I already know it doesn't sound good. And I don't need one more thing to have to deal with. I'm trying to get back on Skype, you see, because, uh, well, you know, right in the middle here when I was doing this, uh, uh, the Skype on my deal there decided to uh, just poop out on me, so... It's just as well that I set this up, even though it doesn't sound right, it doesn't sound good, and all that stuff, but, uh, hey, it's better than dead air. You, well, anyway, usually it's better than dead air. I'll take it as better than dead air. Oh, wait! I see! Skype is enhancing my experience! Yay! Oh, this is going to be good. This usually takes, well, you can just count on this being the rest of the show. Sounded like crap because Skype is now enhancing my experience. This is great. Anyway, let's tell you who the bands were, which nobody got, which makes me... Let's see, uh, it was 2 to 1, now it's 4 to 1. How sad. Anyway, the first band was... Eric Guy, Eric Gales, 
You ain't the boss of me. And the second song, I don't really like it that much. They had another song that I liked, but this one not so much. It's The Grease Band. So there you have it. There's what it was. So, I, I almost hate to go on with anything, I, and I know it sounds bad, folks, just bear with me. Thanks for hanging in there and all, but uh kind of hate going on to another story with uh, the sound like this, but there's not much I can do, especially now that, well, Skype's helping me. Have you noticed that Skype has turned pretty much bad? since Microsoft took over? Hey, do you think that's a coincidence? Well, you know, all the back doors and all the keys and all the stuff that they had to give the federal government and all that, oh, they didn't have to. Oh, well, yeah, they did have to. Do you guys remember back when uh, the federal government sued Microsoft? Remember that? Yeah. They sued Microsoft, and then all of a sudden... They dropped the suit, and, uh, XP came out. Yeah. With all the back doors and everything else. So, now they own Skype, and things are just so much better, right? Not. Well, let's see. Maybe this will get back on here, and we can, uh, get back to that screwy, uh, Skype sound thing. Hang on one second. Stay tuned. All right, we're back uh, on the air, I guess, uh, here. Well, we're, we're on the air the whole time, but now I'm back on my screwy Skype setup. Hopefully that will sound better, and we will be able to continue for the next minute until the show is over. Whee! Wasn't that fun? Oh, man. Anyway... Here we go. And no, I'm not disabling any updates to anything like that. Because, you see, I actually have to use my computers for work and business, and they have to be able to be compatible and actually work with other people's computers. And I just can't have it tell me, oh, sorry, you can't do anything because you're not updated. You don't have that. You see, this is the thing, folks. You can say, well, I just don't want any more updates. And with XP, that's okay because there are no more updates. But with programs like Skype, if you're on Windows 7 and you don't keep up with your, your updates, things will stop working. I guarantee you that. 
And you can say, oh, no, no, no. Oh, wait, maybe you're not on Windows 7. See, that's the funny thing about computers. Unless you can put your hand on somebody's computer and see and look and go, okay, I got this, and uh, know what they're going to use it for and all that, you really can't. It's so difficult to help somebody over a phone like these, especially when they don't speak English. That's even better. Anyways, I got to tell you, folks, the night is over, and hey, not soon enough. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow. It'll be the day before Thanksgiving. Okay, so for some reason, this isn't working either. Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. The fruits are grown in chaos, distrust, and economic depression. A weary populace can seek peace only from the solutions they offer. They have worked until suicide has become so common that it generally calls forth no legitimate investigation. They have used the courts, the judges, the medical profession, and even the Constitution to further their ends. America now has over one million of its citizens in prison for political crimes. So who are they? And how long have they been at this? Psychopolitical Warfare is a 70-page color cover booklet that describes the strategy and tactics behind psychopolitics. Psychopolitics is only $10 from The American Voice. Go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050 for ordering information. Commentary, just a little attitude. 
so sit tight. Things are about to get Alrighty, good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is the Frank Report. I am your host, Francis Stefan. Let me turn that down a little bit there. Okay, now that's about right. Yeah, things are about to get ugly. Things weren't about to get anything here. <laughs> I just ran in here. I just made it in time to do the show. Oh, let's see if it's... Uh, gosh, I hate the way this, this sounds over here. Alright, there we go. That's better. Okay, if it's May 17th and it's the year 2004, it's about four or five minutes after noon Pacific time, then we are live. And if we are live where you are, then you can call in 1-800-433-1429. That's 1-800-433-1429-1800. That would be toll-free, folks. You know, 800, toll-free, doesn't cost you anything. 433-1429. That's 433-1429. We are being heard on Galaxy 11, Transponder 12, Audio 8.10, and on the Internet, go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com or .net. That would be AmericanVoiceRadio.com or .net. Either one will get you to the site. We're still working on getting a... uh, We're re... reorganizing the whole schedule, okay? I mean, even the way it looks, you know, we're reorganizing the whole way the schedule looks because it just wasn't working the way it was or the way it still is that when you go on there and look at it, it, it's still that way. And we've got some new additions to put on there, new changes, but uh, we haven't got them on there because we're reworking the whole thing. So it's going to be a lot more complete and give you an idea of what's on where and when. And uh, we'll stick to it, and then you'll know what's going on. Anyway, we're also supposed to be out on shortwave radio, 15.725. I don't know if we are. If you don't call in and let me know we are, I'm guessing. But we're supposed to be out on 15.725. That's WRMI out of Miami, Florida. Uh, The show's replayed at 10 p.m. in the evening. Uh, I guess that would be late night over or overnight over in the East Coast because that's 1 a.m. 1 a.m. in the morning East Coast time. That's when the show's replayed. All right, and sometimes, uh, sometimes you can catch it on 7.385 on the shortwave. Sometimes not. It's a, it's just a, uh, as they say, a crapshoot. With that, uh, it's on. Sometimes it's on. Not other times. There's other things on, but. On the uh, G11 Transponder 12 Audio 8.10 and on AmericanVoiceRadio.net.com, that's what you'll hear at 10 p.m. every night, the replay of this here show. Anyway, some programming uh, things, uh, notes, I suppose. On Wednesday, we're going to have a uh, guest, uh, Tom Penna. He's going to be on, and he is from The Treaty. Okay, now those of you who are interested in that, uh this is uh this is this is some high tech uh internet stuff that's uh very, very interesting and it's something that you can be a part of. It doesn't cost you any money, it's free. So uh we'll save that till Wednesday before I tell you more about it. Okay. And then of course on Friday our regular guest, Dean Lauren, nuclear chemist and uh also attorney. Alright? Uh So, uh, one of these days we'll get around for uh, Dean telling you the story of his uh, legal uh, adventures. Okay, right now we're focusing on the uh, 
nuclear chemist part of it and biowarfare, and we left off last week with uh, uh, how to how to take care of and maintain and uh, correct bad things going on in your intestinal tract, which is the uh, the entrance area for a lot of things to go wrong with your body. So there you go. That's uh, the rest of this week here, and uh, today is Monday. Yuck, huh? Real slow start. It's already noon here, and I haven't gotten hardly anything done that I had expected to get done. But let's get to some... You know, I do want to point out something. I'm getting emails, and I'm all over the Internet. It's, you know, all this stuff about uh, the Berg beheading is all over the place now, and there's a lot of questions. You know, there's there's an awful lot of questions about... Gee, this doesn't seem to fit. Well, if you'll remember the day after it was reported, uh, that's what you were getting out of this show right here was this doesn't fit. Okay, that's the whole thing. It doesn't fit. Now, it doesn't mean that the family's not suffering, the family hasn't experienced a loss, and it's a terrible thing. Uh, That's true. And it doesn't mean it wasn't a crime. It was. One way or another, whoever did it doesn't matter. It was a crime, and the thing is, folks, you know, this is the thing. When you're, you know, this partisan, where, well, there are guys, so it's actually okay if they do that. And, oh, they're not our guys, so it's they're those rotten, dirty, lousy terrorists, hunt them down and kill all their families. Is is just really, it's a real ugly trait in a society, and we've got it all the way through this society. That's why folks can actually sit around and, and accept the fact, and think it's okay that police protect themselves more than they protect anybody else. That cops will watch other cops break the law left and right and never report them because why? They're part of the brotherhood and we just can't, you know, tell on them because that wouldn't be right. So they let these abusive monsters out there in, in, in society and they don't do anything about it because why? They're part of the brothership. Brotherhood, brother thing, we're brothers, we got a, the blue line of silence and all that crap. And that's all it is, it's crap. And, and the bad thing is, you see, oh sure, I blame them because they put up their arm and they took an oath. And they just lied. And people who take oaths and lie should have their heart, they, they should be strung up, okay? An oath should mean something, folks. That's the whole thing about taking oaths. You know, they're supposed to mean something. And it's gotten so far out of hand that really, when you take an oath and you don't stand by it, you should have your head taken off. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Actually, beheading is not the American way. String them up on the end of a rope. Now there's the American way, huh? Now the thing is, that might seem harsh, but look around. I mean, now look around over in Iraq. People are looking at this because some masked man behind a hood said, oh, we're the bad guys, and we're doing this because you made us mad by what you did, so now we're going to do this. And everybody just buys it, hook, line, and sinker, doesn't even look at the things that don't fit and just says, let's get them, let's get them, let's get them. I remember uh, that town where they, uh, you know, they took Americans and they, 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 uh, they killed them. You know, they just killed him. Was that Fallujah, I think? Yeah. You know, it was all over the radio. Nuke that place. Nuke that city. Kill them all. Kill them all. Let them know. Kill them all. You know, I mean, you got to be kidding me, folks. 
I, I want you to understand one thing. Not one American soldier would be dead in Iraq if American soldiers weren't in Iraq. And now you can all call in and explain to me why it's so important that we are in Iraq. 1-800-433-1429. Come on. Come on, all you Republicans out there. You call on in and tell me why it's so important and so necessary in a matter of national security for us to be in Iraq. But understand this. If I hear anything other than, well, it was for national security because... The dollar was about to get crushed by the euro, and Saddam Hussein was taking the euro, and it was killing the dollar, and the rest of the Arab states had to be taught a lesson that they are not going to take euros for oil, or we will militarily attack them. Okay, I can buy that. I can buy that. Sure, all right, there you go. There's a reasonable explanation, in a way, that can be considered national security, better than anything else but they're never going to be honest you see they're never going to be honest and tell you what the real national security interest was what the real reason is and they get, just keep piling on this baloney about well we're there to actually now seeing as how you know nothing we said was really there was there we're there to help the Iraqi people it does sound to me as though we have a caller so I'm gonna bring the caller up go ahead caller yeah this is Jack from Virginia hey Jack from Virginia how you doing how you listening satellite okay great yeah and uh, I was just wondering uh, this morning I tuned in uh, it's just uh, at the end of the seven o'clock hour there just caught the last couple of minutes uh, you were talking about Victoria Joy and uh, just wondering, uh, is, was that an old program? Uh, are you going to repeat that? Uh, well, I'm not sure which program it was. Do you know what day it was from? No, I don't know. What, no, I don't. But I do know it was playing this morning between the seven o'clock and eight uh, a.m. Eastern time slot, which would be uh, probably uh, four o'clock uh, your time. In the morning? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, well, let's let me see right here. Ah, uh, boom, boom. Uh, Eventually, are you going to put all that stuff up on your schedule? Well, your, the, uh, on the uh, web. The stuff that we play, yeah. It looks like it was either the 28th or 29th of mm -hmm. April. Uh huh. To me, anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, what we, yeah. Eventually, it'll be on the schedule, but it won't be dates. Rerun, repeats are not going to be dated. Like, well, on this day, we're going to play the show from this date. Yeah. It's just going to be what show it is. Right. You know, that's all. It's just, you know, we've only got so many. That's a full-time job you're talking about right there. Yeah. You know, to go into that kind of detail. So, no, but, you know, we have Victoria on, and she kind of, uh, it's tough to uh, schedule her and announce it ahead of time because she kind of just, uh, when she has time, calls in. I see. You know, so. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll try to put something together with all the uh, Victoria Joy interviews and uh, just kind of announce it and say, you know, they're going to be on at this time. Good idea. I could do that. Uh -huh. So okay. how, how's the satellite coming in? Why do you choose to listen on the satellite? Uh, because in the past it's been more reliable than the Internet. Uh, sometimes the Internet is beautiful. Uh, it was last night, uh, and the satellite uh, wasn't there at first, but then it came in a little while later. Yeah, we had a, a disconnect problem with the uh, satellite, and that's pretty much it with the satellite. You know, anything that we can 
we're either connected or we're not, and that with the satellite, and that's pretty much, you know, if there's some other problem with reception, there's nothing we can do about it anyway. But uh, you know, we're. Well, usually the satellite is the best. Uh, you know, it's better than GCN. It's better than uh, 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 Nicholas's uh, uh, net network. It's it's the best one. It has the best audio. Well, great. Uh, I mean, I, I'm real glad to hear that. Believe me, because uh, that's yeah. you know that's what we 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 spent months uh, struggling with the technical ends of getting everything as best as it could be with what we have, mm-hmm. and uh, you know now we're moving on to the uh, uh, you know programming aspect, and uh, now actually we've moved on to there, and now we're now we're actually moving on to the uh, you know trying to get some sponsors and get some. Uh, you know, get some people paying for you know sure. this stuff. So like, like Goji, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, hopefully Goji will do the thing, and uh, we're going to be having a, a special, I guess, on. Uh, ooh, I, I don't know if it's. I don't know if he's planning tomorrow or next Tuesday. I'm not sure, but the two-hour uh, Tuesday thing, where uh, usually yeah, Desert has. Bill James on Desert Owl with Inside View at 2 p.m. Uh, no, at 3 p.m. on uh, Tuesdays for two hours. Uh, I think he's going to preempt that one time and do uh, uh, the Goji presentation that comes on their cassette tapes. I see. It's a real nice uh, presentation. I've got it, I've got it on tape actually, and uh, mm-hmm. you know it's a real nice presentation. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm waiting on I'm wait still waiting on my bottle, you know, so I can actually give it a try. But uh-huh. gosh, now I've heard probably 20 testimonies that sure sounds like it's great stuff and it it does you know amazing things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that kind of thing is very tricky. I know there's a product out there called Longevinix. I've and, never heard of that, uh, but. And uh, so we, we, you know, we took it for a month, and uh, we couldn't tell any difference. Uh, it, it's uh, very hard, you know, to uh, figure out if something is really doing something for you or it just happens to be happenstance. Well, yeah, and that's the thing, you know. That's why I'm, you know, I'm willing to try a lot of things, but you know, uh, you know, for instance, there's two things, and and one of them I know is good. Just because I know, you know, for instance, I know vitamin E is good for you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just know it is, and, and you know, I don't need to take take some vitamin E and start feeling better, you know, because I, I know it's good for me. Okay. I, I mean, I just know it is. You know, I've done enough uh, looking into vitamin E mm. uh, to know that it's just good for you. You know, it keeps things okay. working the way it should. Maybe you don't feel better than you did, but you won't get as many problems as you would. So, you know, but that... That's the thing. But then there's another thing called, you know, chlorella, mm-hmm. which I, I took that. And, and, you know, this is one of those things you take, and, and you actually, you can feel better right. after you take it. And it's like, okay, let me try that again. And you do it a few times and realize, wow, it really is that. This is, right. you know, and, and, you know, this is from what I'm hearing from people. That's what they say Goji's like is that you take this and you can actually feel better. So, you know, my bottle on the way, and, uh, you know, I'm going to try it, and, uh, you know, I, I, gee, I hope it works, you know, uh, for my, you know, for myself and for everybody else, so it sure sounds like it should, and I'll tell you, there's no better, there's no better salesman, there's no better somebody to promote something that they, they've used themselves that's worked for them. Right, sure. You know, sure. and, uh, you know, that's what I, uh, that's what I'm going to plan on doing here, uh, but, you know, then there's other stuff out there. There's all kinds of things that are marketed as certain things, and I've tried them, and they just uh, 
you know, like there's a product out there that makes a lot of claims, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just soap. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's it's fine soap. Hey, even another another thing that works, I've uh, proven to, uh, sometimes uh, just plain food, if you get the right food. Right. Uh, one thing that uh, comes to mind is foods that are high in potassium and magnesium. Uh-huh. Uh, I can actually demonstrate that. I can take food that's high in magnesium and potassium. Then uh, about an hour and a half later, take my blood pressure. Uh-huh. It'll come right down. And I, I mean, not just a few points, but I mean like... 160 down, right down to 115 over no, 70. Real noticeably. Real noticeable. Huh. Well, and the only problem is you have to keep the potassium and magnesium up throughout the day in divided doses. Right. But, uh, that, uh, I think, what do they call that, a balanced diet? Well, if I you, don't know. But uh, people have had arthritis are especially prone to high blood pressure, and uh, they uh, they need potassium. Their, their bodies uh, require more potassium than right. normal. Hey, I got I got to do the break now. Okay. Uh, you want to hang on, or you want to, you know, open up the line again, or? Well, I, I up to I, you. Yeah. Up to you. What do you want to do? Uh, I guess I hang up now. Okay. Thanks yeah. for calling. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thank have you. a good day. All righty, there we go. There's our caller. We got to take our break. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Stay tuned. Desert Owl, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. right here on American Voice Radio Network. Desert interviews the most interesting and controversial guests you will hear on radio and takes calls, too. Listen on Galaxy 11, Channel 12, Audio 8.10, on your big C-band satellite dish, and on the Internet at AmericanVoiceRadio.com or .net. Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Vitamin E prevents internal blood clots, but not all vitamin E is equal. Would you like to get a vitamin E that makes blood flow more smoothly than Plavix, but with no harmful side effects? For Spectrum Natural Unesterified, vitamin E complex has been called WD-40 for your blood. It actually lubricates the blood while it dissolves plaque. It prevents platelet aggregation and internal clotting. It neutralizes smoke, fumes, waste, and other harmful free radicals. Doctors report relief from angina, painful leg cramps, strokes, fibrocystic breast tumors, circulation problems, and much more. Get one bottle for $35 postpaid, two bottles for only $60 postpaid. Restore this vital nutrient removed from your food supply through food processing. Read more at 4spectrum.us, spelled number 4spectrum.us. Call 800-581-8906. That's 800-581-8906. Order today. Are you prepared? What will you do in a day of disaster? Listen to Preparedness Now with Pam Stegner every Monday and Tuesday from 2 until 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the American Voice Radio Network, broadcasting on shortwave WBCQ 9330, the Internet and C-Band Satellite, Galaxy 11, 47, Transponder 12, Audio 8.10. For more information, go to www.preparednessnow.com and click on the broadcast tower.
Alrighty, we're back. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan, and you are listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. Okay. Oh, let's get to the other stuff. If it's May 17th, remember now, if it's May 17th and it's Monday, we are live if it's about 1224 in the afternoon Pacific Time Coast. So... You folks over on the East Coast, it's three-something over there. Uh, and there you go. There you have it. So we're back. And uh, we do appreciate the calls. Uh, when you call in, 1-800-433-1429. There was a satellite listener. It's great to hear that we've got a decent audio up there, uh, especially compared to the other alternative media outlets uh, or semi-alternative <laughs> media outlets in one of the cases. Uh, you know, I don't have... A, particularly high regard for Genesis, but, you know, hey, it's all a matter of taste, I suppose. Anyways, where I was before uh, we got onto the uh, the caller, and I, see, that's the thing, folks. See, this is, when I don't have a guest, you know, when I don't have a guest here and, and you call in, I'm pretty freewheeling. You know, we'll talk about what you want to talk about. A lot of guests, uh, you know, a lot of hosts will, you know, when the caller calls in, if they don't want to talk about what he's talking about, pretty much they don't let you talk. You know, they just kind of, if you get on at all, you're not on long, you know, so uh, I try not to do that, you know, I'll just freewheel along, you know, I'll talk about what I'm talking about until somebody wants to talk about something different, and then we'll talk about what you want to talk about, so don't feel that you got to stick to the subject or anything like that, if you've got something you want to talk about or want to ask, uh, maybe I know, maybe I don't, but you can ask, 1-800-433-1429 is the toll-free call-in number, so you can do that and, uh, you know, talk about what you want to. So you won't get shut down because you don't want to talk about what I was talking about. And uh, I, I do want to mention the goji juice. I don't know that much about it yet except for what I've read and what I've heard from testimonies from people. Uh, you know, I'll know more once I get my uh, my bottle of goji and I, I take it. And I can report back to you folks and let you know, well, this is how it was. For me, you know, and I'll, I'm honest about this stuff, uh, just like the vitamin E and the uh, the chlorella, you know. I mean, I know vitamin E is good, and I'm sure over the long haul, like you heard in the commercial there, you know, if you have leg cramps or you have something that it, it's going to specifically work for, then it probably will. You probably will feel it work for you. Uh, I don't have painful leg cramps and, and, you know, stuff like that, so I didn't I didn't feel that, but, you know, I do know about your blood and the uh, platelets in there. As a matter of fact, my father had uh, that disease, uh, something that I forget the name, arterior, uh, arteriosclerosis, or hardening of the arteries is the, is the uh, local name for it. And he actually ended up losing a leg over it, and then it finally killed him. Uh, but, you know, the thing is, so vitamin E... Uh, the non-esterified, which I'm not sure what that means, but uh, this vitamin E is of a higher quality and of, of more potent of the things that are in vitamin E to do the stuff vitamin E does. So that's good, you know, but I'm telling you, the chlorella stuff, you know, I take that a half an hour later, I feel like I've got more energy and more clarity. So uh, that to me is an immediate I can feel it different. And you know what the other thing is about it is, and, and this isn't just chlorella, okay, but this is, so, this is something else about chlorella. But, folks, you know what? If you eat a lot of greens, you know, and juice your greens and stuff like that, the, you, the same effect is that, you know, 
it, it alkalizes your body. All right, and that's a good thing. Okay, you don't want to have an acid body because stuff grows in that, and that's bad. You know, bad things grow in that. And that's no good. You don't want that. So, uh, you know, basically eat your greens like you heard in the uh, the other commercial because it's real important. Uh, uh, to you can juice greens, you can just eat them. Uh, it's real important. This is stuff that you really need to stay healthy or get better. Anyway. That's, uh, I don't know how I get off on this, but uh, I'll blame the caller this time. He brought it up, so that's what I'm talking about is that. But anyway, where where I was was there's a lot of, uh, now there's a lot of traffic on the Internet about how the whole Berg beheading wasn't real and this and that. And, you know, I don't want to bring this by like it's some diminishment of what happened. Uh, because there are some, uh, you know, reports on that the whole thing's a fraud, that he's not really dead, that they didn't really kill him. And I don't know, maybe, maybe not. I, I pretty much figured that they did because regardless of who did it whether it was a CIA psychological operation or a, a just a propaganda operation by the CIA or whether it was the Muslims I think that probably everybody involved no matter who did it was going to require an actual dead body okay so I tend to uh, lean more that no the man really was killed uh, and you know that we can only feel sympathy for his family over that. But the thing is, the question begs, who did what, when, and where, and why? So anyways, we're going to have to, uh, we're going to have to take our break here, and, uh, our half hour, our halfway break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes, so stay tuned. chaos, distrust, and economic depression. A weary populace can seek peace only from the solutions they offer. They have worked until suicide has become so common that it generally calls forth no legitimate investigation. They have used the courts, the judges, the medical profession, and even the Constitution to further their ends. America now has over one million of its citizens in prison for political crimes. So who are they? And how long have they been at this? Psychopolitical Warfare is a 70-page color cover booklet that describes the strategy and tactics behind psychopolitics. Psychopolitics is only $10 from The American Voice. Go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050 for ordering information. Tune in to Behind the Veil every Wednesday at 4 p.m. right here on American Voice Radio Network. You can hear Mark and Roland present the need to follow God's law and no other on Galaxy 11, Channel 12, Audio 8.10 on your big C-band satellite dish, on the Internet at AmericanVoiceRadio.com or .net, and on shortwave radio at 7.490 every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. 
Time is money and knowledge is power. That's why you need the Basic Research Library CD from the American Voice Now. This CD contains the Federalist Papers, which are the definitive writings illustrating the intent of the Constitution, and the Anti-Federalist Papers, which read like a crystal ball to everything gone wrong concerning the present-day Constitution. This CD also contains Bovier's Law Dictionary and the Uniform Commercial Code, plus the inaugural speeches of the U.S. Presidents, the U.N. Charter, NAFTA, Hitler's Mein Kampf, the full Communist Manifesto, the Patriot Act 1 and 2, the model anti-bioterrorism law, the Homeland Security Bill, the FBI's Project Medigo, and too much more to mention here. The CD contains over a thousand files. To order your CD, go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call us at 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050 for ordering information. This is the American Voice Radio Network, broadcasting live on satellite at Galaxy 7, Transponder 12, Audio 8.1. We're on the Internet at AmericanVoiceRadio.com. You can hear American Voice Radio 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan, and you are listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. Anyway, uh, it's Monday. It's uh, May 17th, and if it is where you are, and it's about 1234 in the afternoon Pacific Time, 334 Eastern, we're live. You'll get your chance to crow. Just keep it down. Anyway, we've got the call-in number. It's toll-free. That means it doesn't cost you nothing. Nothing. So just go ahead and call on in, 1-800-433-1429. Come on, folks, it's Monday. you got to help me out here. 1-800-433-1429. But if not, I will just drive on, brother. Anyway, like I, where I left off was there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, talk now about fraud and, um, you know, hoax and all this about the uh, bird beheading. And I got to tell you, you know, we we told you so the first day that the pieces don't fit. It doesn't make sense. None of it makes sense. Okay? It's like 911. You know, the events of that day were horrible. It was terrible. It was obviously a crime and and the the dead people are dead people and the families are suffering and that's not going to change regardless of who's guilty. But you know, the point here is when there's a crime committed right in front of your face and there was now, this is the second time. You know, 911, and then this beheading, it's, it's committed right there on TV, right in front of you, right in front of your face. You, here's a crime. Instead of trying to blame who you've been told is your enemy, now, whether they are or not, I'm not here to tell you whether they are or not. Because I don't know. 
As a Christian, I know they are. But also as a Christian, I know they, you know, they have as much chance, well, maybe not as much chance, but as much uh, opportunity to come to the Lord as anyone else does. You know? So, the thing is, while, yeah, Islam might be the enemy of Christianity because it is Antichrist, uh, the Arab people are not necessarily the enemy of the American people. So, the thing is, instead of thinking that way, or go ahead and think that way, but when you have a crime, you know, you witness a crime, you should at least search the truth. You know, I want to know who really did this. And when somebody tells you a story that doesn't make any sense, the pieces don't fit, and it just doesn't jive, why would you buy that? You know, I have real questions about, you know, and this, you know, I I feel almost guilty bringing it up. I really do because, you know, the guy, I really do believe he, he probably is dead. I mean, I believe he is dead. You know, I believe Berg was killed. You know, I don't believe that part of it was a hoax. Uh, But there's things I don't... I just don't understand about Mr. Berg. Like, the whole laptop computer thing on a bus with an Arab man and go ahead and use my password and my email. Who does that? You're sitting on a bus and you're sitting next to a strange Arab guy who says... Oh, gee, you know, can I use your laptop and your email account and your password so I can send a buddy of mine a real urgent email that I just can't wait to get to the library or somewhere else to do? i got to use your laptop on this bus? I, you know, I... Okay, fine. I can believe whatever I want to believe. But then the FBI, it turns out that the Arab man was sending emails to a known terrorist, and it's like... Well, I was on this bus, and this Arab guy I sat next to wanted to borrow my computer, so I lent it to him. He, he sent an email with it. And the FBI goes, oh, <laughs> okay, dum 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 Well, that figures. You know, that is believable, because that's pretty much how they investigate everything that isn't uh, a Southern Poverty Law Center, you know, on their little uh, hit list, or the ADL's little hit list. You know, the FBI likes to go out, you know, shooting people that they think, you know, we've determined you're in the militia. But they couldn't catch a terrorist if you tied them to a terrorist. But then again, what do you expect from the government, huh? Anyway, I just wanted to point out that, you know, I'm not the only one, although I was one of the first on the radio, you know, right off the bat telling you, no, something stinks, it doesn't make sense, it doesn't fit. You know, they're painting this picture, they're telling this story. Hey, I don't mind stories, you know, but, uh, you know, we've had some real interesting uh, guests on American Voice Radio who have told some real good stories. Uh, You know, but the thing is, their stories fit. They flow. Okay? They're, you know, they have the reasoning. Whether you believe it or not, it doesn't matter. You know, at least it can be reasoned through. These lies can't even be reasoned through. They tell stories that... uh, obviously don't make sense, they obviously don't fit, and they obviously can't be true. So look at this. You know, don't get all mad because somebody's questioning, how can you even question it? A poor man's been killed. Well, that's true. A poor man has been killed. 
I mean, I don't care what Berg was involved in, and you really got to wonder, man, this guy globetrotting around the world to every trouble spot on the planet. You know, lending his computer to strange Arab men and, and being questioned by the FBI. So I don't know what Berg was up to, and it doesn't really matter because, you know, very few people, do I believe, uh, deserve the fate that Mr. Berg suffered. Regardless. Anyway, let's move on to some other stuff. This is out of Berlin. That would be Berlin, Germany. Russia will finish a nuclear reactor in Iran, despite technical complications, unresolved commercial issues, and strong objections from the United States, a senior Russian official said on Friday. Uh, Sergei Antipov, deputy head of the Federal Nuclear Power Agency. Hey, doesn't that have a... That's got a real nice American ring to it, doesn't it? Federal Nuclear Power Agency said strict UN controls will ensure no fuel can be diverted to build a nuclear bomb. Well, you know, if anybody's uh, feeling secure out there about the strict UN controls, let's remember back not too long ago when there were strict UN controls on the Oil for Food program. Well, there would have been strict UN controls if everybody at the UN wasn't on the take. I mean, this whole this whole oil for food thing is is it, it's so widespread and it's just so it, it's just such a big payoff scheme. That's all it amounts to, as far as I can see. Maybe there's more than I'm not you know I haven't gotten to see yet. But the thing is, to me, it just looks like a big bribery scheme. You know, everybody everybody involved with the oil to food at the UN was getting bribed to do things they weren't supposed to be doing, and that's as simple as it is. You know, money talks, everything else hits the road. You know, it's it's like <laughs> this is it. Everybody was on the take. Now whether Kofi Annan was funding the UN with this money or putting it in his own bank account, what's it matter? You know, they were doing things they weren't supposed to be doing. Strict UN controls, you know. So I'm not feeling uh, real secure about strict U.N. controls, although that's not the point. I don't feel that secure about strict U.S. controls either, you know. I don't feel that, I don't feel that secure about any kind of government anything anymore. But the point is here, now here's the United States all upset because we don't want them having a nuclear reactor. Well, the Russians are assuring, now we'll, we'll go on here, they're assuring, see the big, the big gripe that the U.S. says. Now, here's the funny thing, okay? The big gripe the U.S. says about this nuclear plant, particularly in Iraq, I mean Iran, sorry. Uh, we're not even talking about the ones in North Korea, but in Iran is the world security. You know, it's world security. They're going to make weapons, and they're going to blow us all up if they get a nuclear reactor, so we have to uh, make them stop. And the Israelis have already... Uh, you know, the Israelis have already said that, you know, we're going to attack that plant. So, you know, they're, they've already said, no, we're going to start World War III. Oh, yeah, we're, we're going to do that. Once this thing starts getting constructed, once it gets close to where, you know, they're going to fuel that thing up, we're going to, we're going to attack it. You know, and if that happens, there's going to be real trouble. I would almost venture to guarantee that, but... Now, that's what we hear, right? We hear that that's the big worry, that's the big deal, that we don't want Iran having this nuclear power plant because they're going to take the spent fuel 
and uh, use it to make, you know, nuclear weapons with. And, uh, you know, the um, strict UN controls, the Russian guy uh, mentions. But then we read on in this article, and the strict UN control thing he mentions seems to just be rhetoric. You know, like, oh, I got to mention something good about the UN here. So, yeah, there's strict UN controls. Okay. Now, the United States, of course, accuses Iran of trying to build this thing, uh, you, you know, just for bombs. Now, here's the deal. Anapov said Moscow will supply fuel for the reactor only on the condition that spent fuel be returned, although he said the commercial terms for this have not yet been agreed on. Definitely, this is our demand. Otherwise, we won't supply it, Anapov said in an interview during a visit to Germany. The only question that's being discussed is price. So basically, what's going on is the Russians are saying, sure, you know, we'll supply with the fuel for this reactor. But when those rods are done providing fuel for the reaction of in here, and they need to be replaced, and now they're only good to be you know, uh, reworked to get weapons-grade stuff out of, we want them back. And if we don't get them back, then we ain't giving you them in the first place. Now, Iran, on the other hand, is saying, well, fine. That's fine, but you're not really thinking about charging us the same amount of money for this fuel if we have to give it back to you when it's still got some uses, like especially to the Soviet Union. I mean, oh, did I say Soviet Union? I meant Russia. Now imagine this. What a sweet deal. You know, the Russians build a reactor in Iran for $800 million. The Iranians buy the fuel from them. When it gets done in the reactor, the Iranians have to give the fuel back. Now that fuel is ready to be reprocessed into weapons-grade plutonium so they can make weapons out of it. Hey, that's pretty sweet. You know, you're getting the Iranians to pay to make you weapons-grade plutonium. Woo! What a deal. These Russians are pretty slick business guys, huh? But Iran, on the other hand, is saying, wait a minute. You know, if you're going to take this stuff back, then we're not going to pay full price for it. You know, we need some sort of discount here because we're giving you back, and they realize what's going on. So they don't want to pay full price. They're not saying, no, either we get the weapons-grade plutonium for ourselves or no deal. They're saying, well, okay, but we're not going to pay full price for this if we're giving you back weapons-grade plutonium in return. Or the fuel in order to make that. So, it's a commercial deal. They need to negotiate that. See, the Russians want full price, and the Iranians are saying, wait a minute, no. You know, if we have to give it back, then, you know, we're renting it. We're not buying it. That's got to be cheaper. Uh, they say the delays are connected with purely technical engineering questions. Now, uh, let's see. Uh, doom, 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 doom. All the accusations. Now, here we get to the thing, what I said at the beginning. Now, the United States says it's all about, you know, Iran is going to, they get a nuclear reactor, they're going to build nuclear bombs and blow us all up. Okay? So, we can't have them have that. Russian, the Russian guy says... All the accusations against Russia, in my personal opinion, arise from our unscrupulous rivals in the field. Hmm. And that would be the field of 
building nuclear reactors and supplying nuclear fuel. Who else does that? Are there a lot of places in business doing that? Uh, I didn't realize that many businesses had access to nuclear fuel rods. I know the United States government does. Is that who the Russian is talking about? Unscrupulous rivals? Hmm. If Russia is forced to give up the construction of the reactor in Iran, I assure you that in a very short time, this reactor or reactors will be built by other countries. Well, well, well. I see nothing but problems here, see. I mean, because Israel feels threatened by this, and the United States is going to back whatever they decide. And if they attack that reactor in in uh, Iran, can you imagine what kind of trouble that's going to start? I mean, like, we don't have enough trouble now. Like, Iraq is not enough problem. We need more problems. Boy, oh boy, that'll be bad. Hey, now you understand why the government is saying, well, you know, they're talking about a draft. Oh, no, they're not. Selective service, selective national service, yeah, or some other, you know, other name. We're not going to call it Mad Cow anymore. We're going to call it Kirchhoff Jacobs thing or whatever, disease. Yeah, that's what we'll do. We'll rename it, and so we get to say that's not what we have. We don't have any of that here. There's none of that. No Mad Cow in this country. We've named it something else. Oh, man, now here is a, a story that I, I really had to read this thing and then read the certain parts of it again just to believe that I was really, I really read this. This is a serious, and to make sure that it wasn't some, you know, some kind of, a, you know, like a hoax. But this was on Fox News, and, you know, we're going to take our break here, and I'll do this in the short segment when we come back. But this is a, one of the most, as a nation, one of the most self-destructive, suicidal ideas that I have ever heard of. And there was some other shocking stuff in here that I had no idea was already going on. You know, I thought this was some crackpot professor's idea from some liberal university, you know, just spouting off with an idea. But, folks, some of this stuff is already going on. And when we come back from our break, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. But it is probably the most self-destructive, suicidal idea a nation could have. We'll be back in a few minutes. Stay tuned. Whether you call it commercial redemption or accept it for value, The Commerce Game Exposed is the book that will help you understand this process. The fact is, there is no lawful money in circulation. The explanation and details as to how this happened are enlightening, and the instructions concerning what one can do with this information are detailed and easy to understand. Utilizing this process is not for everyone, but learning how lawful money has been turned into commercial debt instruments should be of concern to everyone. 
The Commerce Game Exposed book is a good tool to learn the commercial nature of the new world order. To order the Commerce Game Exposed, go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050. Are you prepared? What will you do in a day of disaster? Listen to Preparedness Now with Pam Stegner every Monday and Tuesday from 2 until 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the American Voice Radio Network, broadcasting on shortwave WBCQ 9330, the Internet and C-Band Satellite, Galaxy 11, Formula 7, Transponder 12, Audio 8.10. For more information, go to www.preparednessnow.com and click on the broadcast tower. Grandma used to say, Johnny, eat your greens. She knew something about health that we've mostly forgotten. Most of us get little or no greens daily. Forest Spectrum Chlorella gives five times the chlorophyll of any plant on Earth for cleansing inside out and 50 times more lutein than spinach for healthy eyes. All eight essential amino acids, over 60% high-grade protein, and numerous vitamins and minerals. The cracked cell wall absorbs toxins, even heavy metals, and flushes them out of your system. Forest Spectrum Clean Green Superfood is a whole food concentrate with no negative side effects. 100% plant source dehydrated chlorella, pressed into tablets, using no binders, fillers, excipients, colorings, or other additives. One month supply, $35, two months, only $60 postpaid. Read more at fourspectrum.us. That's number fourspectrum.us. Call 903-714-7767. That's 903-714-7767. Order today. This is the Frank Report. We're going to cut the music just a little short today. I ran the uh, I ran a little extra bump there uh, for Preparedness Now because uh, Mondays and Tuesdays, Pam Stegner hosts Preparedness Now at uh, 2 p.m. Pacific time. Okay, that's a fairly new time slot, so I'm trying to you know push that as much as I can because it's only an hour away from this uh, the end of this show. So I really try to push Mondays and Tuesdays Pam's show on uh, Preparedness Now and uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, Bo Greitz with Freedom Call because they changed their time and uh, it's gotten, uh, you know, some people have not caught up with the time change yet and the frequency change. It's 9.330. used to be early in the morning with 17.495. So uh, try to, you know, the replay is the same, uh, so hopefully they'll catch on here eventually. But, you know, people are slow to change and slow to catch on, so... Anyway, in an hour after the show is over, uh, tune in uh, right here on American Voice Radio Network to Pam Stegner hosting Preparedness Now. Anyway, we have a real short segment. I'll tell you real quick, though. This weekend I did a a colon cleanse and a a liver flush, and, boy, I'll tell you, it it just, it's wiped me out. It's it's taking a lot out of me. I I don't know if it's that or it's the eating again that's uh, taking a lot out of me, but I'm I'm way tired. Anyway, here comes the self-destructive. Now, you tell me, folks, you know, you thought it was bad when George Bush said, well, let's give all the, you know, 12 million illegal, uh, you know, Mexican immigrants, let's just let them stay. Let's, you know, embrace the whole idea and let's just do that. Well, 
you know, people said, what, are you crazy? So he's backed off that. He hasn't mentioned it again at all because he's got, he's got other problems that aren't going to, you know, going to cause him not to get elected. You know, so he doesn't want to talk about that anymore publicly. But believe me, folks, it hasn't gone away. All right? And the sad thing is, your choice, you know, John Kerry, he's going to do the same thing. So we're just kind of screwed either way. So it really doesn't matter. You know, and that's why I always question, why bother? Why bother voting? I mean, if you you look to the left and you're screwed, you look to the right and you're screwed, what, what's the point? What is the point? It's not the lesser of two evils anymore. It's just plain evil. The left side of evil or the right side of evil? evil. It's not the lesser of nothing. They're, neither one of them is lesser than the other. They're just very little bit of difference. Anyway, there's more. There's more. You thought that was destructive. You thought that was a bad idea. Well, buckle up, because here comes even a better one. This could be considered self-destructed suicide for a nation. We're a stronger society as a whole if we have a good quality of life and everyone participates, said Ron Hayduck, political science professor at the City College of New York and a supporter of the movement. There is a greater likelihood that our representatives will be more responsible to everybody. This is the mechanism to make sure they are held accountable. Well, that all sounds great. That all sounds great. Held accountable, quality of life. But wait a minute, we have to have a good quality of life. Folks, we don't have a good quality of life. Okay, so they're, they're going with one assumption right off the bat that does not exist. Americans do not have a good quality of life, comparatively speaking, to what it was just 10, 15 years ago. Now, the idea, the idea is to start letting non-Americans, non-citizens vote. That's right, folks. If you can sneak your way in from Mexico, you can vote, as far as these folks figure. Now, that's their idea, right? Some crackpot professor from some city college of New York, right? You figure, ah, who cares? He's just nuts. No. Tell you what, real quick, currently five municipalities in Maryland, including Tacoma Park, a suburb of the nation's capital, allow non-citizens a vote in local elections. The cities of Chicago also allow non-citizens access to Board of Education elections. Efforts are also underway across the country to change local and state laws. Activists in cities like Hartford, Connecticut, Washington, D.C., San Francisco, California, Los Angeles, California, and in states such as Colorado, New Jersey, North Carolina, and Texas have been pushing for policy changes for some time. The municipalities of Amherst, Massachusetts, and Cambridge, Massachusetts actually passed laws in 2003 opening access to voting to immigrants. But they have yet to get the state approval to move forward. Folks, this is just completely and utterly self-destructive as a nation. You think about it. Okay? You think about it. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, folks. You've been listening to The Frank Report on the American Voice Radio Network. And thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in next time.
suffer from gingivitis, sore and sensitive gums, bad breath, canker sores? Use Vitamir toothpaste and mouthwash for healthy mouth and gums. Order now. Call toll-free 1-888-558-8482. That's 1-888-558-8482. Vitamir uses no fluoride, no saccharin, and no aspartame. Vitamir mouthwash and toothpaste are 100% natural products that fights gum and periodontal disease with zinc and folic acid to assist your body's immune system and uses the ancient powers of clove and myrrh to purify and soothe. Aids in healing mouth sores from braces, heals bleeding gums, a natural teeth whitening that works, and eliminates bad breath with regular use. Order online at www.vitamir.com. That's www.vitamir.com or call toll-free 1-888-558-8482. That's 888-558-8482. What will you do in an emergency? Are you ready for domestic terrorism? Food is not something you and your family can live without. Be it attacks on our food, nuclear, biological, or an oil stoppage, any way you cut it, your life could be seriously impacted. Get your family ready now. Take control of your life and be prepared with Ready Reserve Foods. For 30 years, Ready Reserve Foods have helped people prepare for rough times. Ready Reserve Foods are easy to store, needs no refrigeration, and are easy to transport. Now more than ever, you need Ready Reserve Food Storage Program tailored to meet your family's needs. Ready Reserve is the answer to securing your food future. Be self-sufficient and call Ready Reserve Foods right now. Call 1-800-453-2202. That's 1-800-453-2202. Listen to Colonel Bo Greitz on Freedom Call every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 2 until 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the American Voice Radio, broadcasting on shortwave, the Internet, and satellite. Replays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Highly decorated Green Beret Colonel Greitz brings insight into the worldwide escalation of terrorism. Tune in to Freedom Call Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday from 2 until 3 p.m. Pacific Time. For more information, www.bogreitz.com. Time is money and knowledge is power. That's why you need the Basic Research Library CD from the American Voice Now. This CD contains the Federalist Papers, which are the definitive writings illustrating the intent of the Constitution, and the Anti-Federalist Papers, which read like a crystal ball to everything gone wrong concerning the present-day Constitution. This CD also contains Bovier's Law Dictionary and the Uniform Commercial Code, plus the inaugural speeches of the U.S. Presidents, the UN Charter, NAFTA, Hitler's Mein Kampf, the full Communist Manifesto, the Patriot Act 1 and 2, the model anti-bioterrorism law, the Homeland Security Bill, the FBI's Project Medigo, and too much more to mention here. The CD contains over a thousand files. To order your CD, go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call us at 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050 for ordering information. Grandma used to say, Johnny, eat your greens. She knew something about health that we've mostly forgotten. 
most of us get little or no greens daily. Poor Spectrum Chlorella gives five times the chlorophyll of any plant on earth for cleansing inside out and 50 times more lutein than spinach for healthy eyes. All eight essential amino acids, over 60% high-grade protein, and numerous vitamins and minerals. The cracked cell wall absorbs toxins, even heavy metals, and flushes them out of your system. Poor Spectrum Clean Green Superfood is a whole food concentrate with no negative side effects. 100% plant source dehydrated chlorella, pressed into tablets using no binders, fillers, excipients, colorings, or other additives. One month supply, $35, two months, only $60 postpaid. Read more at 4spectrum.us. That's number 4spectrum.us. Call 903-714-7767. That's 903-714-7767. Order today. Good afternoon. This is the uh, Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan, and you are listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. And it is, uh, let's see, if it's May 31st, and it is Memorial Day in the year 2004. We are, in fact, live. That's right. We're live. We're here. We're not taking the day off. We are broadcasting on Memorial Day. And if it's light outside, then we are live. And uh, let's see, what time is it? It's about 12.04 Pacific Time, 3.04 Eastern Time. We got a lot of stuff to do today. It's uh, it's just news. We're going to do a bunch of news. I've got a pile of news stuff uh, that we can do today. But I'll tell you what, seeing as how it's Memorial Day, a lot of you are hanging around home uh, who would normally have to be out working. Uh, you can give us a call. Feel free of, uh, to give us a call here at American Voice Radio, the Frank Report right here. You can call and get on the air. It doesn't cost you a dime. We've got an 800 toll-free number for you to call in, 1-800-433-1429. That's 1-800-433-1429. I'll say it again because I know how it is when I'm trying to write things down, phone numbers on the either the recorder. And, hey, this is a good lesson for you folks that leave me messages on my uh, voicemail there. You know, give me the number a couple of times, do it a little slow, so I'll take my own advice and do that one more time. 1-800-433-1429. That's 800 is toll free. 433-1429. The phone lines are open, so go ahead and call in and... Uh, we go on a uh, first-come, first-served basis here, so, you know, if the phone's busy, just keep on trying, and uh, it'll eventually open up, and we'll answer the phone, and you'll be on the radio. Speaking of which, we're heard on Galaxy 11, which is G7, transponder or channel, whichever way you call it, 12 audio 8.10 on your big C-band dish, that's satellite, folks, and uh, all you... Rebroadcasters out there, microbroadcasters, AM, FMs, thank you. Shortwave, 15.725, WRMI out of Miami, Florida. Almost stumbled that out, huh? Well, no, actually, I accomplished that. I did stumble that out. But WRMI in Miami, Florida, 
uh, carries us 15.725. You can hear that internationally. And uh, all you, like I said, micro-broadcasters out there and uh, you folks listening on AM and FM, I sure would like you to call in 1-800-433-1429. Love to hear from somebody saying why I'm listening to you on an AM or FM radio. Okay, that'd be just swell if you'd call in and let us know that. And uh, also tell us what you're doing on this Memorial Day. And that goes for all of you out there. And... uh, We've got the Internet stream, which is located at AmericanVoiceRadio.com or .net. You can go either place and uh, listen to East or West. I'd pick the one closest to you. Uh, You folks in Colorado, uh, well, hey, you know, flip a coin. Sounds to me like we got a caller, so let's bring that caller up. Go ahead, caller. Hi, Frank. Mike from Michigan calling. Hey, Mike, long time no here. Yeah, it's been a while. Been in a hospital for a while. Oh, I was going to say prison. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was right afterwards. Oh, I see. Okay, there you go. So so apparently you made it out of the hospital. You're doing better than a whole lot of people. Yeah, I'm doing a whole lot better. You know, a lot of people get into the hospital, they don't get out. Yeah, I know. People die die there. Well, they get out. They get out in a box. Yeah, people die there. That's why I was anxious to get out. Yeah, hey, I got a word of advice. Uh, when you go to a visit a clinic or something, don't ever touch the magazines, because pe- sick people go there and they page through the magazines, and there you go. What sick people go to clinics? Oh man, I'm glad you brought that up. I tell you. Oh wait, that's right. That's why I don't go there. Yeah, good idea. Oh good man, point. well I got a story here. You know what? Seeing as how you're on the line and we're talking about this, and I'm kind of freewheeling today anyway. I've got a story right here, and I'm paging through here. Speaking of, see, I got I got a lot of news stories here, folks. No matter what you're calling about, I probably got a news story sitting here that that goes along with it. Uh, a vicious skin infection resistant to all but the most powerful antibiotics has jumped out of the New York City hospitals and into the New York City streets. Ain't that great? Why couldn't that be in San Francisco? Oh, man. Well, they got their own plague going on there, don't they? I yeah. think they call it hepatitis AIDS and, uh, you know, uh, what do you call that other, uh, turns you yellow? Right. Ah, whatever. They got their own plagues. They'll get theirs. Don't worry. But, man, New York City's got this, uh, what what sounds like, uh, I mean, people have died from this thing in, in hospitals over there in New York, and now it's out on the street. And they they don't know of anybody who's died of it yet out on the street. But man, they they, they describe this guy here. He got it on his leg, and it right. just started growing up and up and up, getting closer and closer to his groin, and uh, they couldn't make it stop. It's and the thing about this thing is it's antibiotic resistance. They only have three antibiotics that they know. Uh, are effective with it, and and you, and you don't need a cut to have it get into your body. It just it it uh, it's transdermal. Yeah, yeah. They say casual contact, and you don't even need broken skin or anything. This is a real problem. Right. Uh, I mean, because casual contact in New York City can hardly help but bump into people out on the street. And you see, the thing is now, summertime's coming. Everybody's in short sleeves, lots of skin exposed. Hey, yikes! I was wondering if, uh, when I read this story, if colloidal silver would take care of it. Can't hurt. I don't know if it would take care of it, but uh, it can't hurt. You know, that was going to be my point at the end of this thing, because the last thing they say, uh, uh, 
Doctors lanced the boil that formed and began antibiotics, but the infection failed to respond and started growing towards his, uh, his groin. And then there are now three antibiotics left that can attack MRSA. That's what they call it. And uh, they named these uh, antibiotics, which I don't think I can pronounce, but I'll try. Uh, vancomycin, daptomycin, and linezolid. Uh, At $100 a pill. Yeah, you got that same story, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, but these antibiotics are beginning to lose their potency against the drug, uh, against the disease, too. You know, so even the ones they got that are working now, uh, they're not going to be working for long. This is a nasty thing. And you know what? It sure sounds like it. Uh, I mean, things that adapt and mutate that fast sure seem like they were, I don't know, built in a lab or something. Yeah, uh, they ought to add, uh, name these things Antichrist or something, you know. Well, yeah, that would that would be accurate. But you see, then we'd start starting a nasty trend of honesty in journalism, and we don't want that. Oh, we can't have that. I mean, that would spoil everything. I see the uh, the French have up their uh, security alert. Uh, they upped it from uh, run to hide. <laughs> yeah, they're going to start shooting down private airplanes now, from what I read. Right. That's always a good idea. You know, if the U.S. would have had that policy in effect, uh, you know, we might have still had those two big, ugly buildings in New York. I like the Rumsfeld and the rest of them get on TV and say, uh, uh, Don't you hate that? Danger Will, Will Robinson, Danger Will Robinson, uh, 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 terrorists are here. Uh, what's your source? Well, uh, we don't really have any. Uh, when was this information given out? Uh, well, uh, it was a while back. Uh, well, so. yeah. You know, yeah, the, you know, the thing is these guys are, you know, they're... Now, okay... I don't think I, I think it's a good bit of advice to tell people, listen, you should have plastic and duct tape. And good golly, duct tape, I mean, how can you live without duct tape anyway? Right. But I I mean, you know, plastic and duct tape, I mean the Israelis have been making safe rooms every time they're attacked because they know, you know, yeah, it's no guarantee that you're gonna stay alive, but I mean it is that extra precaution that make will keep some people alive. It can't hurt. But my point is, now we have Homeland Security. How many billions of dollars have they spent already? Like $40 billion they've spent right. already this year? And, right. and, you know, what advice have they come up with except this? This is yeah, it. Duct tape, duct tape and plastic and three days of food. I could have told you that, man. I, you know, send me 10 bucks. Come on, a donation, plastic and duct tape, you know, I mean, way less than $40 billion, you know. I mean, it's not bad advice, but come on, is that it? You know, this is right. your solution? While, while these guys, are, you know, Rumsfeld and Ridge and all those boys, they're digging holes so deep in, in Washington, D.C. See, that's what all the construction is over there. What they're doing is hollowing out underneath all the buildings so they can run and hide like rats. Right. And and we're supposed to buy plastic and duct tape, and just that's the end of that. And then and you know we're going to spend the rest of the money on digging holes for us to hide in. Right, and we're supposed to be happy with it. Well, sure, but you know people, uh, I I think people even forgot about the duct tape and uh, you know plastic. I mean, you know, Mike, we're sitting here and we're going, well, uh, listen, folks, you know, and and obviously, and I don't know how much longer this you know sponsor is going to be there, but it doesn't really matter because we'll find another sponsor who does. Uh, you know, uh, storage food if we need to, because storage food is a good idea. That you know, seemed like a good price and a good product from what I heard on the commercials. Well, it is. It's a great deal. And the thing is, folks, you know, I mean, everybody was so hot to buy buy all this stuff 
you know, because you figured your computer wasn't going to give you the right date and that was going to somehow end the world. Uh, but, man, now we're really, truly heading to the wall. And we're going real fast. And, uh, you know, uh, Bush is, uh, you know, he's asleep at the wheel and his foot's stuck on the pedal. And we're just, you know, accelerating towards the wall here. And, uh, you know, hey, John Kerry ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to change any of that. No, you know, he's going to flip-flop on something else. Well, it don't matter what he does. You see, th- this thing is on its way, you know, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. Even if they wanted to, I don't think they could stop it. But the way I look at it, if you've got the food and don't need it, then you've got it and don't need it. But if you need it and don't have it, then while well, well, you're up against the wall. Well, hey, you know what? In 15 years, when you sit around and go, ah, what a hoax, ah, I didn't eat this food in the first place, you know what? You can eat it. Right. What, are you going to give up eating here someday? Or, you know, well, I don't know, this food, you know, it only stays good for 15 years, and then what am I going to do with it? Well, oh, <laughs> you know, as, as long as you didn't give up eating... You know, which would, you know, constitute after a while, give up living. Hey, uh, by no, nobody's standards do we have 15 years left. You know, even even the uh, the, uh, the, the hardest liberal uh, can't see the world going on that long. No way. I mean, you know, so folks, you know, uh, you get some storage food. Your storage food's going to outlast, uh, you know, anything you see standing around now. Uh, right. You know, so... Uh, I just don't see. I just don't see the complacency right now. What everybody? What is everybody thinking? I mean, they went crazy over this Y2K thing. Remember that? Well, yeah, some people did. I mean, I thought it was a great. You know, I, I thought, well, you know what? If it encourages people to prepare, that's a good thing. I right. mean, uh, I don't care. You know, but then again, you know, one of the bad things I pointed out at the time is it's the cry wolf thing, and then when the real thing comes, nobody's going to believe it, and gee, here we are with the real thing coming, and nobody's doing anything, because, ah, what could go wrong? You know, we're going to just continue on and on and on. Yeah, and, and until they until they nuke us, so... <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. Uh, uh, one quick question, Frank. Um, I, I've, I've missed some, uh, quite a few of your shows and stuff. Uh, what? One... Are, you, are you telling me they're not playing the American Voice Radio Network in the hospital? <laughs> yeah, what? they're piping it through the building. What yeah. kind of what kind of bogus hospital is that? An expensive one. Uh, is there any uh, other kind? Yeah. Um, when are you on, and what, what's your schedule, real quick, in a nutshell? Well, I'm on this time every day, Monday through Friday. Okay, on on this frequency. Yep. Oh yeah. Okay. By the way, how's the frequency coming in? Now, do you, are you listening on the uh, internet? Yep. Oh okay. Hey, have you noticed the uh, the sound difference? This weekend we raised from eight bit to sixteen bit. The the voice sounds good. The music uh, commercials uh, kind of suck. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the voice codec. You know, we are kind of uh, uh, talk radio, so most of the fun you know most of the focus is on what people are saying. So we try to get the best voice for the less. Uh, bit rate and uh, yeah, the the commercials suffer a little, uh, but they're better than they were, say Friday. Okay, good, good deal. What else do you need to know? Uh, that's it, Frank. I'll let you go and get back to your news, and I'll get back to the internet so I can listen. Oh yeah, that's right. You have to disconnect to uh, to do that. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, that's okay. You got a three minute delay. Well, no, it's probably about what a minute, a minute yeah. delay or something. Well, if you oh. do it quick, you might be able to hear yourself on the radio. I'm not interested in hearing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else listens to me. Why should I? Hey, hey, America's listening to you right now. <laughs> okay, hey, Frank, God bless. Okay, Mike, you stay healthy, and uh, don't forget to email me. Yeah, sure will. Stay in touch. All righty. Thanks, Mike. Mike from Michigan, and... uh
You, too, can call in 1-800-433-1429. That's 1-800-433-1429. Hey, if one of you out there was calling in on uh, the other number here, the uh, uh, the host line, uh, and you're a host and you were listening in, you want to call in, you got to stick to the uh, program here and call 1-800-433-1429. Okay, that's the number you got to call in. Uh, uh, if you're in, oh yeah, I gotta tell you, if you're that 800 number only works if you're in the United States, okay, and that ca- that includes Alaska and Hawaii, but you gotta be in the United States for that to work. All right, 1-800-433-1429 is for inside the United States. If you're calling from say Canada or Mexico or or some other country, you can call in and still get on the radio. You're gonna have to pay for the call though. It's one five four one. Eight two six eight seven three two. All right, five four one eight two six eight seven three two. That is uh, the call-in number for if you're outside the country, because the eight hundred number only works inside the United States. Anyway, so let's let's. Where did I leave off? Okay. Oh yeah, I was. Uh, I'm glad Mike called with the whole hospital thing because this. Uh, this nasty uh, bug they got in New York is, is is sounds really ugly from what I, I I read about here, and this sounds like a real bad, uh, very contagious. You don't need broken skin; uh, it goes you know right through your skin, folks. Remember just last week on Tuesday and Wednesday, I did a two-part uh, biological warfare sort of thing about micro, you know, washing your skin and all that stuff. Folks, I'm going to play that again uh, probably uh, overnight, uh, 11 o'clock tonight. I'll probably play that 11 o'clock tonight. And uh, you can listen, and I'll play both parts in a row. Uh, you know, because these sort of things are going to come up, and you've got to start protecting yourself. And, and the only way you possibly can is through uh, prevention. Because obviously, once you got it, you got a problem. Anyway, we got to take our break. We'll be back in just a few. Stay tuned. accepted for value or the commerce game. Whether you have studied this process, utilized this information already, or are thinking about using it, you need to attend the Honor Dishonor Workshop presented by Victoria Joy. The next workshop is in San Diego, California, June 25, 26, and 27. To make arrangements to attend, call 1-407-962-0588. That's 1-407-962-0588. Ask for Iris. Folks, everything in commerce is correctable. Learn how to fix defects in your process or how to avoid them in the first place. Attend the workshop in San Diego, California, June 25, 26, and 27. Call 1-407-962-0588. Remember to tell them you heard it on American Voice Radio. 
Grandma used to say, Johnny, eat your greens. She knew something about health that we've mostly forgotten. Most of us get little or no greens daily. Four Spectrum Chlorella gives five times the chlorophyll of any plant on earth for cleansing inside out and 50 times more lutein than spinach for healthy eyes. All eight essential amino acids, over 60% high-grade protein, and numerous vitamins and minerals. The cracked cell wall absorbs toxins, even heavy metals, and flushes them out of your system. Four Spectrum Clean Green Superfood is a whole food concentrate with no negative side effects. 100% plant source dehydrated chlorella, pressed into tablets using no binders, fillers, excipients, colorings, or other additives. One must supply $35 two months, only $60 close pay. Read more at 4spectrum.us. That's number 4spectrum.us. Call 903-714-7767. That's 903-714-7767. Order today. We're back. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. And uh, let's see. I'm trying to adjust my sound here so it's not too crazy loud. Anyway, there we go. That's much better, much better. Uh, Where we left off was we were talking about this uh, infectious skin disease that has hit the streets in New York City. They've had it in the hospitals for... uh, is it years or is it months? I, I can't, uh, you know, i, I got to scan through this right here. But uh, usually with infections, you need a break in the skin to pass it. As you uh, remember from our presentation about uh, biological warfare on Tuesday and Wednesday of last week, we were talking about the skin is also a defense. That's why it's important to keep it clean. Uh, well, now, obviously, you know, if you're out walking around and you're out in public, you know, it's a good idea to wash any kind of exposed skin you have. I mean, and when you get home, you know, I mean, when you get home, it's a good idea to go take a shower. I mean, there you go. And if you can't manage that, uh, at least, uh, you know, rinse off the parts of your body that were exposed, your arms, your face, you know, obviously your hands, if you're wearing shorts, your legs. Oh, your legs, you don't think so? You'd think, oh, I'll just do my hands and my face, right? Well, uh, let's get to this. Okay. Um, well, let's see. Uh, golly, the Department of Health is tracking the outbreak. But, of course, it declined to provide the number of cases it have, has found. You know what that means? When the Department of Health declines to tell you how many cases they have detected, do you know why they don't tell you? Because it's so many that if they disclosed it, people would panic. That's why. Now, I'm not telling you this so you can run around panicking. I'm telling you this so perhaps you will use your common sense and the information available to do everything possible to try to protect yourself. There's nothing to panic about. If you do everything you possibly can to protect yourself, that's all you can do. 
Everybody dies. Everybody has problems. But the thing is, you do what you can do. That there's no cause for panic. But, see, you're a bunch of incompetent babies as far as the government's concerned, and most of us have signed things that say we're incompetent and we need the government to take care of us. So that's why this, you know, the uh, government departments decline to tell you. It's like, wait a minute. Now, the press is supposed to represent the people. When the press goes to these government agencies and says, listen, we want to know how many there are, and they go, well, we're going to decline to tell you. It's like, who the heck do you think you are? Are you forgetting who you work for? Hey, let me ask you something. Let's say you, you're, you're well off and you work a lot and you got, you've hired yourself a, uh, a cook. All right? And all of a sudden you come home and you say, well, gee there, cook, uh, how you doing? Well, fine, good. Uh, look, I got a question for you. How many eggs do we have in the refrigerator? And the cook says, well, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not at liberty to tell you. What? Wait a minute. What? You're, what? Okay, let me put it this How many of my eggs are in my refrigerator? Oh, I'm not going to tell you. I've declined to tell you because, see, if I tell you we've only got three, you might panic. And this is really what it is. You know, their job is not to say, well, uh, we want to keep from panic. That's the health department's job? Isn't that the Office of Propaganda's job? Oh, that's right. In America, we're not supposed to have an Office of Propaganda. Sheesh. Wake up, folks. I mean, you see, this is why, you know, you got to, this is why it is important to have as small as we are. This is why it's important to have alternative media. Because I don't think you're a baby. I'm telling you, you shouldn't panic. And, you know, if you do, you're an idiot. There's nothing to panic about. See, lack of preparedness is what, you know, uh, manifests panic. Because if you're prepared and you're trained, why do you think the military bothers to train soldiers? I mean, why do you think they bother to train soldiers? Why don't they just pick a Joe Gangbanger off the Los Angeles or New York or any other big city streets or, or Des Moines, Iowa, wherever? Just go get all the little gangbangers who think they know how to fight and shoot and, uh, you know, give them a little uniform and point them in the right direction and say, now I want you to go kill all the people that you come across over that way. Why don't they just do that? Well, they don't do that. And why is the training repetitious? Over and over, same thing, over and over, same thing. Why? Well, why is because you can react by instinct. You are prepared. You are trained. You are less likely to panic under stressful situations. If you don't know what to do, and you've got to sit there and wonder and think and figure out things, and you might lock up and start to panic. That's what happens with people, folks. People are unprepared. Panic. That's the... That's the real strength, the real importance of preparedness is to keep people from panicking. There's another break. We'll be back in just a few minutes, so stay tuned. I hope you're enjoying your holiday, if in fact you're getting a holiday. We'll be right back.
The fruits are grown in chaos, distrust, and economic depression. A weary populace can seek peace only from the solutions they offer. They have worked until suicide has become so common that it generally calls forth no legitimate investigation. They have used the courts, the judges, the medical profession, and even the Constitution to further their ends. America now has over one million of its citizens in prison for political crimes. So who are they? And how long have they been at this? Psychopolitical Warfare is a 70-page color cover booklet that describes the strategy and tactics behind psychopolitics. Psychopolitics is only $10 from The American Voice. Go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050 for ordering information. The Inside View with Desert Owl, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. right here on American Voice Radio Network. Desert interviews the most interesting and controversial guests you will hear on radio and takes calls, too. Listen on Galaxy 11, Channel 12, Audio 8.10, on your big C-band satellite dish, and on the Internet at AmericanVoiceRadio.com or .net. Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Time is money and knowledge is power. That's why you need the Basic Research Library CD from the American Voice Now. This CD contains the Federalist Papers, which are the definitive writings illustrating the intent of the Constitution, and the Anti-Federalist Papers, which read like a crystal ball to everything gone wrong concerning the present-day Constitution. This CD also contains Bovier's Law Dictionary and the Uniform Commercial Code, plus the inaugural speeches of U.S. Presidents, the U.N. Charter, NAFTA, Hitler's Mein Kampf, the full Communist Manifesto, the Patriot Act 1 and 2, the model anti-bioterrorism law, the Homeland Security Bill, the FBI's Project Medigo, and too much more to mention here. The CD contains over a thousand files. To order your CD, go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call us at 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050 for ordering information. This is the American Voice Radio Network, broadcasting live on satellite at Galaxy 7, Transponder 12, Audio 8.1. We're on the Internet at AmericanVoiceRadio.com. You can hear American Voice Radio 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan, and you're listening on American Voice Radio Network. If it's May 31st, and it's Monday, and it's light out, then we're live. It's about 1234 
out here on the Pacific Time Coast, and it's about 3.34 over there on the right coast. And uh, it's Memorial Day, the year 2004. Okay, Memorial Day, the day to uh, memorialize the war dead. Well, anymore, I guess uh, everybody who dies uh, now is the war dead because uh, we're in a war on drugs, a war on terrorism, a war on poverty, a war on uh, illiteracy. Uh, how many other wars we got going on right now? The never-ending war, state of emergency. You know, how many, how many different kinds of wars are we in right now? You know, so basically everybody is, uh, you know, the war dead now, anybody who dies these days. You know, the thing about the uh, Memorial Day, we can sit here and we can say, well, you know, uh, well, uh, you know, Vietnam was bad. What we're doing is bad now, and it's no good. And, you know, I, I know that. Uh, but the thing is, and, and people go, well, now, you know, it's not like it was when it was World War II, when it was clear-cut and we were the good guys and it was, uh, you know, the right thing to do and uh, on and on, right? Well, you know what? The same evil, lying pieces of dung were in charge of everything as they are today. Oh, sure, the names have changed, they're different people, but they're the same group, Okay. Are you telling me Franklin Delano Roosevelt? Look at the things he did before the war, okay? Franklin Delano Roosevelt changed this country, not to the better, but for the, to the worse. He debased the currency, took away gold from the people, and started big government. All the socialist or communist programs that are now uh, grown into a monstrosity with, you know, that you can't kill. The minute you chop one off, another one, three more pop up. Franklin Delano Roosevelt started that. You know, the guy who prosecuted World War II. You know, so you look at a guy like that who is clearly not operating in the best interest of the people of the United States. See how I said the people of the United States, not the United States? Because Franklin Delano Roosevelt was most certainly operating in the benefit of the United States. Incorporated. But he was not operating in the best interest of the people of the United States. So now, here we're fighting an ideology that obviously Franklin Delano Roosevelt was against. Well, gosh, if he's evil as the day is long and doing things that are not for the good of the people, and anybody who is opposing him, shouldn't they be the good guys? Well, they could be, but they're not necessarily. You see, the point is here, uh, everybody can't be right. Okay, they can't all be good guys, but they can all be bad guys. And that happened to be the case. We had a bunch of communists fighting a bunch of fascists to see who would control the world. When Hitler said New World Order, he meant New World Order with the fascist system in charge. When Delano Roosevelt said the New Deal, he meant the New World Order under the communist way of doing things. Well, aren't we lucky? They've come to a compromise. 
They've diapraxed to a consensus. And now we have fascism. I mean, we have a, a morph of fascism and communism going on in this country. Folks, I want to tell you about something that's gone on that we, we covered the other day, but I want to go a little more detail into it. The draft, okay? Obviously, you're probably aware of the two bills. One's a Senate bill, one's a House bill. Uh, they, the, both of them are sponsored by Democrats, okay? So all you Republicans out there, you have a good cause to say, well, this is just a Democrat thing. You can't blame Bush for this, and he doesn't have anything to do with that. Okay, you know, I, I might buy that if there was any difference between a Republican and a Democrat in, in the Congress, but there isn't. All right, there isn't. Now, you folks out here, you might be different. Your local Democrat might be different from a local Republican, and you might really have different, uh, you know, views and different ways, and there's no way you can get along and compromise and, and, and come to a solution because it's going to be a bad solution because neither one of you think the other has anything right about it. So, you know, I understand that. But you've got to understand these people in Congress are not like you. All right? They're not like you. That's what's so sad about you blind Republicans or blinded Democrats who just follow the party line and just say, well, he's a Democrat, I've got to vote for him, or he's a Republican, I've got to vote for him, because by golly, I can't vote for that Democrat, or by golly, I can't vote for that Nazi uh, fascist uh, Republican. I should have said communist, socialist, Democrat, sorry. Don't want to leave anybody out. Don't want to be picking favorites here at this time. But the fact is, you know, you're looking at names and, and propaganda and fancy slogans and all that. Man, there's, these people are not like you. So they don't represent you. They don't represent what you want, your hopes, your dreams, the way you think things should be. They don't represent that. It's all just a show for you. So it doesn't matter who sponsors the bill, but fine. For the sake of not arguing, let's say, yeah, okay, they're Democrat bills. Uh, somehow it's to make the president look bad. Somehow uh, the administration got nothing to do with it. Somehow it's just all a Democratic plot. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll stick with that for the House bill and the Senate bill to institute the draft. Now, that's what those bills are, is to start the draft back up. Understand the difference here of what I'm going to say. Then we have the selective service system, which, folks, is part of the executive branch. Okay, that means the administration. That means George Jr.'s. He's the CEO. He's the executive. That's why he can write executive orders, directing all these different agencies what they're going to do. And they've got to do it because, see, they are part of the executive branch, and he is the chief executive officer. He tells them what's going to happen. All right, fine. So, we understand that, right? The Selective Service System is working on revamping the Selective Service System. How it is right now is 18 to 24. You have to, you know, sign up for Selective Service. Well, that's, that's it. Okay, that's it. Pretty good right there. Boom. Can't get a college loan, can't get a government job, can't do much of anything. Can't even get a driver license without one, I think. So, you do that. They're changing it. 
They're upping the age from 18 to 34. That's right, folks, 34 years old, and you can be drafted under the new plan. Right? But that's not all. They're also going to include women for the first time in American history. Yep, that's right. Women, 18 to 34, you can be drafted into national service, and that's what they're calling it, national service. Not in the Army, not in the Navy, not in anything, but national service. Okay, so that's going to raise a lot of feathers with people right there. 34 years old, are you out of your mind? People are going to be talking about that. People are going to be talking about women. Are you kidding me? Why would you want to do that? You, you're telling me you're going to draft my wife? Baloney, buddy. You ain't drafting my wife into the Army or into any national service, whatever you want to call it. going to be a lot of discussion about this. As a matter of fact, Selective Service System already has said we're going to have to market the idea to the American people. Ooh, that sounds nice. You mean manipulate the American people into thinking, oh, that's okay. I'll see you, honey. Uh, too bad about this all being drafted thing. Sure. But you know what? That's not the things you really need to worry about. Sure, you want to complain about it, complain about it. The whole thing is bogus. We're in a free country, folks. You know what? Anything except the volunteer army is unacceptable. Hey, you know what? If the American people don't see a threat enough to join the army and go ahead and sign up and let's let's go fight this, then who's the government to say, well, you know what? We see the threat and uh, I think it's time for you to go out and risk your life and kill people and die maybe uh, for something we believe in. Hey, if the American people don't believe in it, why should they go and do it? I don't believe in a draft at any time. I believe in the national militia where every man, woman, and child over 16 has got a gun. Got a gun they know how to use and can hit a target at 100 yards. That's what I believe in. So you know what? If you've got a situation like that, <laughs> tell you what, bring it on. Oh, you got a, you got a, what? What do you got? You got a 50 million man army? Oh, well, okay. You know, we got 300 million armed people. <laughs> Gee, what's that mean? And, you know, you still got your, uh, your real military with the real good toys, the jets, the things like that. See, they could concentrate on that. That's what I believe in. I don't believe in forcing people to fight for something they don't even know why they're fighting for. I.e. Korea, Vietnam, and even World War II. Although, you know, World War II, did they really need the draft? Folks, if you got to draft your people into the armies, how can you say the American people are behind you then? Sure, it's easy to sit there on your couch and say, I support the war, I support the president. Oh, you do? Well, that's great. I think you should get on down there and get your ticket to uh, Iraq so you can go support the president's policies for real. And these morons, you know, these people like uh, Charlie Rangel. I mean, I understand the criticism of him. Here's a guy 
who's making the argument that, well, we need to start the draft up again because there's an inappropriate number of black men in the military these days. Well, okay, we got a volunteer army. So everybody in there signed up voluntarily. They wanted to go in. It was their choice to go in. So if there's more black guys than the percentage that there are black guys in the population, and that's what he's saying, okay? That's what he's saying, is the percentage of blacks in the military is higher than the percentage of blacks in the general population. So somehow that's not right, and we need to start the draft to make that fair. Excuse me? You know, the same exact, same exact argument was made in Vietnam against the draft. That an inordinate amount of black men were being drafted into Vietnam service. You know, so what is it? Oh, draft or no draft, uh, you know, there's going to be more blacks in the military. Well, gee, how can can that? uh, Okay, well, maybe that's true. But given the choice of, well, let's see. Uh, blacks can either choose to go in the military voluntarily or stay home and do whatever they do, or the government can force them to go. Either way, there's going to be more blacks in the military than in the population. So, you know what? I support freedom. And freedom means voluntary. Now, here's Wrangle complaining because there's too many blacks volunteering to be in the military. Hey, you know what? I don't see anybody complaining about too many blacks volunteering to play basketball in the NBA or too many blacks volunteering to play football in the NFL for $10 million a year. I don't see anybody complaining about that, but that's voluntary too. Nobody's forcing anybody to go in the NBA. Nobody's forcing anybody to go in the NFL, and nobody's forcing anybody to go in the United States Army right now. Boy, people need to reason a little bit here. <laughs> anyway, these are not the important things. I'll, I'll get back on track here to the real issue I see. There's one other item of the Selective Services revamping their system. They're also going to start keeping track of people's skills. They call them critical skills, but they're going to decide what's a critical skill and what's not. So you just list all your skills, your education, uh, what kind of skills you have. Are you a carpenter? Are you a doctor? Although doctors and nurses are already in that because you're licensed and they know who you are and where you are, and they've already determined that in an emergency you're going to be drafted into service whether you like it or not. And it might not even be in the area you live. So you get in the picture here, folks. Big bad thing happens somewhere in the country. Let's say New York City. Yeah, let's pick on New York. They got things going on there. So New York City gets hammered, something goes wrong, and they say, oh, okay, well, you know, national emergency, we're going to have a, a draft in a national service, and now, hey, all you carpenters and all you bricklayers and all you steel workers from all around the country, we're going to draft you into national service and we're going to put you on a bus or a plane or a train and we're going to get you to New York City where you now live until we rebuild it. Until you rebuild it. Oh, yeah, and your families? Well, that's just too bad because, see, 
You're not being given the choice. This is not voluntary. This is a draft. It's not into the military. It's into national service. You see why they call it national service, folks? Because that's what they have in mind. And this is the part people should really be up in arms about is the whole keeping track of your skills. Folks, the military teaches you everything you need to know when you get there. You don't have to have any skills. We will be back in just a few minutes, so stay tuned. Vitamin E prevents internal blood clots, but not all vitamin E is equal. Would you like to get a vitamin E that makes blood flow more smoothly than Plavix, but with no harmful side effects? For Spectrum Natural Unesterified, vitamin E complex has been called WD-40 for your blood. It actually lubricates the blood while it dissolves plaque. It prevents platelet aggregation and internal clotting. It neutralizes smoke, fumes, waste, and other harmful free radicals. Doctors report relief from angina, painful leg cramps, strokes, fibrocystic breast tumors, circulation problems, and much more. Get one bottle for $35 postpaid, two bottles for only $60 postpaid. Restore this vital nutrient removed from your food supply through food processing. Read more at 4spectrum.us, spelled number 4spectrum.us. Call 800-581-8906. That's 800-581-8906. Order today. The fruits are grown in chaos, distrust, and economic depression. A weary populace can seek peace only from the solutions they offer. They have worked until suicide has become so common that it generally calls forth no legitimate investigation. They have used the courts, the judges, the medical profession, and even the Constitution to further their ends. America now has over one million of its citizens in prison for political crimes. So who are they? And how long have they been at this? Psychopolitical Warfare is a 70-page color cover booklet that describes the strategy and tactics behind psychopolitics. Psychopolitics is only $10 from The American Voice. Go to www.theamericanvoice.com or call 541-826-9050. That's 541-826-9050 for ordering information. Monday here, year 2004. If it's light out, we're live. And uh, this is the Frank Report on American Voice Radio Network. Anyhow, uh, it's getting a little late for calls, but you got the number. If you do, I guess you can call real quick. We don't have a lot of time left, but I did want to cover a couple of stories here. Some uh, uh, kind of a good story. You know, it's like I, I... I rail on the Catholic uh, religion quite a bit here, 
basically because they pass themselves off as Christians, and they're not because they follow another god. They worship a different Bible. Well, they worship. They worship another god and follow another Bible, and they they have man's laws, and they do things that are just so strictly right off against what the Bible teaches that you can't say they are Christians. Okay? Uh, I'm sorry. They're Catholics. But... You know, hey, when you're right, you're right. And the Catholic, uh, the Catholic Church seems to be the only ones standing up and saying, "Hey, wait a minute, whoa, 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 ho! Oh, this whole queer marriage thing, uh, put the brakes on that. If you're a Catholic, you cannot support that." Okay, because they got a lot of Catholics uh, who are wearing rainbow-colored sashes to mass in support of gays and lesbians, because apparently gays and lesbians are two different things. I thought, you know, I thought gays was lesbians and, uh, you know, queer men. You see, they want to they wanna paint it that gays are queer men and lesbians are queer women. But that's not the case. Gay is gay. It's queer. You're queer. Whether you're a lesbian or you're a, you're, you're a man. You know, you're, you're a deviant homosexual. An abomination is what you're doing. Okay? There's... No, it doesn't matter what you call them. Gay, happy, happy time, right? Anyway, they're denied communion in Chicago. While laymen in Minnesota tried to prevent gay Roman Catholics from getting the sacrament. Priests at Holy Name Cathedral in Chicago refused to give, um, well, the Eucharist, whatever that is, some Catholic uh, ritual, to about ten people wearing the sashes at Sunday Mass. The priest told me you cannot receive communion if you're wearing a sash, as per the cardinal's direction. Okay, let's skip down because we don't have a lot of time. Uh, of course, uh, you know, the uh, the queers are whining. Now listen to what they say, though. I, I want you to hear what the queers are saying. Quote, the rainbow sash movement, queers in other words, want its members to be fully accepted by the church, not on the same conditions as any Catholic, but precisely as gay. With, with this comes the requirement that the church change her moral teaching. So in other words, the queers are saying, listen, you're going to change everything you've been teaching for how many, you know, a thousand years, uh, because we want you to, and we want to do an abomination, and we want it to be all right, and we still want to call ourselves Catholic. You know what? Go start your own church. Go start your own cult. Go do your own thing, uh, is basically what the Catholic Church is saying, because a Vatican doctrinal decree last year directed at Catholic politicians said a well-formed conscience forbids support of any law that contradicts fundamental mora uh, morality with abortion listed among relevant issues. A second Vatican statement said it is gravely immoral not to oppose legalization of same-sex unions. Okay? Not that you just keep your mouth shut and don't promote it. It is... Uh, gravely immoral not to oppose legalization. You hear that, folks? If you do nothing, the Catholic Church says it's gravely immoral. I agree with them on this. Uh, here's some 
kind of a tie into an earlier story. You know, Pat Tillman, the uh, football star, uh, I think the uh, Phoenix Cardinals, who died in Afghanistan uh, after walking away from a multi-million dollar professional contract to join an elite Army Ranger Union. You know, he was killed and, and touted as a hero for, you know, giving up all that money to go serve his country. Well, it turns out after the Army investigation is that he was killed by his own uh, comrades. They call it friendly fire, but he was killed by American soldiers. Okay, it was an oops, and they shot the wrong guy. So, uh, you know, this really taints, you know, the whole thing. I mean, it just puts a real sour note on it. It doesn't change anything he did. I mean, if you think he's a hero because he walked away from a million-dollar contract to go serve his country, well, then he still did that. You know, that, that hasn't changed. Uh, but it's just the, the way he died, I mean, by your own people. Good golly, you know, come on now. This is, uh, the, you know, we hear too many stories like this. Too many. Now, we got to do this very quick. Well, can't even really do it at all, but... There's polls, and, uh, you know, gas prices are rising uh, like crazy. But the pollsters, the experts, the knowledgeable ones, the geniuses out there say it's really no big deal with voters. So you remember that, folks, next time you go to the pumps and they suck your wallet dry. It's really not a big deal, and it's not George Bush's fault because all his propagandists say so. Folks, we'll see you again tomorrow. We'll be here. Hope you will, too. You've been listening to The Frank Report on the American Voice Radio Network. And thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in next time. Grandma used to say, Johnny, eat your greens. She knew something about health that we've mostly forgotten. Most of us get little or no greens daily. Four Spectrum Chlorella gives five times the chlorophyll of any plant on earth for cleansing inside out and 50 times more lutein than spinach for healthy eyes. All eight essential amino acids, over 60% high-grade protein, and numerous vitamins and minerals. The cracked cell wall absorbs toxins, even heavy metals, and flushes them out of your system. Four Spectrum Clean Green Superfood is a whole food concentrate with no negative side effects. 100% plant source dehydrated chlorella, pressed into tablets using no binders, fillers, excipients, colorings, or other additives. One month supply, $35, two months, only $60 postpaid. Read more at 4spectrum.us. That's number 4spectrum.us. Call 903-714-7767. That's 903-714-7767. Order today. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold 
gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Gentlemen, I'm Melody Cedarstrom, and you're listening to Financial Survival. I'm here with my co-host, Alfred Adams, to bring you our opinion and commentary on today's economic and political events. And it's Tuesday, November 24th, 2015. Good afternoon, Al. Hello, Melody. Oh, I just before we go into well, let's do the market report, and then I just have a little uh, announcement I'd like to make uh, to the listeners. Um, Unless you think I should do that announcement now, Al. Let's just go ahead and do the market report today. Um, we were able to get 690 you out just, of gold. You didn't give me a chance to answer the question, yeah, Melody. Yeah, I know, I did. <laughs> uh-huh. Unless, Al, what, what is your opinion? Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold up 690 at 1,076.60. You have silver up 3 cents at 14.28. Uh, platinum was down four at eight hundred and forty-four, with palladium also down two at five hundred and forty-two dollars. I think the dollar today was a little bit, uh, you know, I can't even say it was weaker. Ten point one three at ninety-nine sixty. Crude oil had another pop today, one point one four at forty-two eighty-nine. Well, I'm sure that has a lot to do with what's going on uh, with Russia and Turkey, and uh, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Um, it's a pretty major story, and uh, certainly all things could uh, – things are being heated up. Let's go ahead and get to the paper markets today. You have the Dow Jones. There was pressure on it most of the day, but they managed to get it up to 20 points at 17,813. There's no way they're going into a four-day weekend with the markets down tomorrow, so get used to it. I can't imagine. Something nasty would have to happen to go into Thanksgiving, going into Black Friday with a negative uh, down number. So uh, the NASDAQ basically unchanged, even if it stays the same. Uh, 
103 along with the S&P 2089. So it looks like the markets want to go down uh, because they were down, um, you, know, you know, triple digits prior to, to, to open and so forth, but uh, they did uh, recover slightly. 10-year yield, 2.24%, and Euro 106 still holding there. And Germany was down one almost 1.5%. Everything else was pretty flat across the uh, sector. And what's interesting, when you only have the markets basically unchanged throughout the day, I also looked at a, a three-month uh, performance on uh, various sectors. And usually, you know, they've really been in the red for the most part. Oh, you might have, you know, maybe technology. You might have the health services or something that are usually, you know, on the green side. Everything else is negative. Today, this is the first time I've seen in a long time where they're all positive except one, and that was health services. So interesting take to see these all up in big numbers. I mean, technology, the sector was up 20 percent, uh, retail 12. It's big numbers, big percentages, and only to see a, you know, 20 20-digit move on the Dow. Anyway, um, I just wanted to, before we get started with the program, we get begin to talk about Russia and so forth. Uh, I think you all remember Rob West. He was just on the program on Friday, and he is a regular guest on the, the Financial Survival Program, and um, he needs your prayers. Uh, by way of Bob Chapman, uh, Rob and his partner, Sherry, they stopped into my office. Man, it seems like it was yesterday, but it's probably been four or five years High ago. High school seems like it was yesterday. Yes, it does. Yes, mm-hmm. it does. But they stopped in uh, my office. Uh, uh, we met, and uh, we ended up working on a national program promoting the education and the importance of golden sort of evolved uh, from Bob Chapman. Since then, we've become good friends. Uh, Sherry and Rob, they're good people, but Rob needs prayers. So please keep Rob and his wife and his family in your prayers. Uh, He needs health prayers. Uh, He had a surprising, um, uh, they admitted him to the hospital. I'm not going to go into details, but uh, uh, I do ask uh, you of uh, for prayers. His wife's name is Deanne, so Robin Deanne. So thank you very much. And um, I also wanted to make another announcement. We received another notice from the U.S. Mint. Um, the 2015 American Eagle one-ounce gold bullion coins are sold out. The U.S. Mint has sold out all the remaining 2015 dated American Gold Eagles. Now, remember, we talked about they have sold out of their one-tenth ounce, and they have sold out of their quarter ounce. So they have no plans to produce any at this time because it's 2015, and they're already making the 2016s. So uh, the U.S. Mint will continue to take orders on their remaining inventories, which are one-half ounce American gold bullion coins, and as well as the American buffalo. So, again, the U.S. Mint will begin taking our orders for the 2016 American gold eagle coins on Monday, January 11th. So, um, so folks, I mean, sure, there's other products out there, but for those of you who like the American Gold Eagle series, um, hey, it comes at a time. We always have this pressure at the end of the year. 
uh, when they switch over from 2015s to 2016s, we have this pressure, and uh, but it really comes at a time where anything can happen, and if the, the if that situation arrives. You know, there's not going to be a lot of product out there. We tell you this time and time again, and I don't tell you this just so you call up my phone and make orders. This is something very important. So if purchasing gold and silver is in your future, you better act on it today. And I think you have the um, report, Al, on uh, Turkey is uh, that has downed a Russian warplane near the Syrian border. Syria border, and um, you know Moscow. Moscow denies. They deny an airspace violation. This is from Reuters. You've probably all heard this. You've probably, most of you have probably caught up on this already. But it's it's one of those you know strange stories. First thing I was, you may have heard the the argument, the insight that the first casualty of war is the uh, is the truth. All right. Well, trying to find out what really happened here between Russia and Syria and Turkey will depend in large degree on whether or not the Russian plane was or was not intruding into, into Turkish airspace. And both sides are saying uh, both sides are saying that. Uh, they are arguing against each other. Turkey says, yes, you intru they intruded into Turkish airspace, which means it's okay to shoot them down. The Russians are saying, oh, no, we didn't. We were careful not to. I don't know what the truth of the matter is. I know that when the lead starts flying, the lies are flying with them. Right? But I think we're going to find out the truth because I think there are probably satellite images of what happened. And there may be uh, radar images that can be relied on. Uh, who knows? We may discover the truth before this is done and see who crossed whose border. But even though it may be that the Russian airplane, the Russian fighter jet, crossed into Turkish territory, is that sufficient reason to shoot it down? Now, it may be sufficient justification in a legal sense, but is it sufficient reason? It is a strange event because you would suppose that the Turks would not be eager to shoot down a Russian jet. Does Turkey want a, some sort of a confrontation with Russia? You would suppose that Turkey said, no, no, look, if they're just intruding a little bit over the line, forget it. Just get them out of here and tell them to go home or whatever. Buy them a, buy them a beer next time you see them. But, you know, let's not, let's not make a big international incident out of this and Turkey did pull the trigger. They did shoot this jet down plus two pilots ejected. One of them was apparently shot and killed by Muslim militia while he was parachuting to the ground. The second one hasn't been found yet. A Russian helicopter that was searching for the second pilot was also shot out of the air by the Muslim, and this is taking place in Syria, this isn't taking place in, in Turkey. Uh, this, is, this is the sort of thing that happens when you get into war, or you get close to war, and all of a sudden something crazy happens, and the domino effect 
may kick in, and all of a sudden one of the dominoes falls. Nobody thought it was a domino. No one imagined it could fall. All of a sudden something crazy happens, and one thing leads to another, and where does it wind up? According to the article, Turkey shot down a Russian warplane near the Syrian border, saying it had repeatedly violated its airspace, one of the most serious publicly acknowledged clashes between a NATO member country and Russia for a half century. Russian President Vladimir Putin said the plane had been attacked when it was one kilometer, about six-tenths of a mile, inside Syria. Not inside Turkey, inside Syria, and warned of serious consequences for what he termed a stab in the back. Russian and Turkish shares fell on fears. Now, this is where it gets interesting. We're having a war. All right. Does it matter that they shot a plane out of the air? Well, yeah, it does. Does it matter that somebody got, that at least one of the pilots is dead? Well, yes, it does. But both sides are seeing adverse consequences in their stock markets. And it's a little bit odd to me. It's not surprising, nothing unusual about that. But it's still a little bit odd. Oh, my gosh, we're going to war, and people to some degree are more concerned about what happens in the stock market than they are on what happened at the battlefield. It's it's not the way war was. You know, when you talk about the American Revolution, the shot heard around the world, and redcoats lining up and firing at the rebels, and the rebels firing from trees, there wasn't an impact on the stock market that anyone noticed or cared about. It was a war. There was a certain amount of horror. There was a certain amount of heroics. There was courage and cowardice and all the rest of that. And there was a drama that took place there, right or wrong. I don't mean that it's to be the war is to be praised or, or sought after, but it was what it was all by itself. And there were not consequences. Oh, my God, what will this mean to the price of tea? That wasn't a question. Nobody was concerned about that. Today, it enters in. Uh, where am I? Video from the from the uh, from Turkey showed the two pilots parachuting out of the jet before it crashed. A Syrian rebel group sent a video to Reuters that appeared to show one of the pilots immobile and badly wounded on the ground, and an official from the group said he was dead. Russia's defense ministry said for the entire duration of the flight, the aircraft was exclusively over Syrian territory. Now, Turkish military said the aircraft had been warned ten times in the space of five minutes about violating the Turkish airspace. Officials said a second plane had also approached the border and been warned. <clears throat> During senior Turkish officials have told Reuters that we warned them to avoid entering Turkish airspace before they did, and we warned them many times. Our findings show clearly that Turkish airspace was violated multiple times, and they violated it knowingly. Somebody's lying. First casualty of war is the truth. Again, there was an S. Shelley's in 500 B.C. or thereabout, 2,500 years ago. He observed that the first casualty of war is the truth. He was a dramatist, Greek dramatist. So this isn't news that people start lying, but it is interesting. And what is the truth of the matter? Don't know. Uh, a second Turkish official said the incident was not an action against any specific country but a move to defend Turkey's sovereign territory within its rules of engagement. Well, that's a justification, but it, even so, you would suppose that Turkey 
they're in the Middle East, and they may be caught in circumstances where they're they're concerned. They're constantly on guard. It might be the Israel flying over there, and they might be on a hair trigger to shoot anybody. It could be. I have no idea how many different entities Turkey might be afraid of. All right, in the Middle East, people are afraid of almost everything. So it's reasonable that there'd be some sort of concern on this thing. But still, it does not strike me as reasonable to shoot a Russian plane out of the air. Um, again, this is done with a NATO member. Turkey's a NATO member. The, the potential here is, is significant to yes. see an escalation that uh, we have to wonder, does anyone want this escalation? Does Vladimir Putin want it? I don't think so. I don't think he wants a confrontation with Turkey. I'm only guessing. I don't know. But I, does, does Turkey intentionally trying to damage Russia? Are they doing this intentionally? You would think the Turkey would say, look, we don't want to get in a fight with those crazy Russians. You know how they are. Let's not, let's not, let's not shoot any yeah. airplanes. What's happened here, Melody? But it's true. If anybody wants it, it's Obama wants it. And, you know, he was just in Turkey a week ago. So, you know, you know, if you don't believe in coincidences and, hey, if if Turkey goes to war with Russia, we have to support Turkey. So, I mean, there's, uh, you know. It, and Russia, they deployed a missile cruiser off Syria's coast in order to destroy any target posing danger. And uh, so they're doing things. And how much is Putin going to take? I mean, pretty soon his country is going to, you know, it's kind of like ours and Obama. Our country is demanding Obama at least pretend he's a man. And, uh, you know, so, you know, the people, the citizens are going to start uh, wanting to, you know, Maybe to fight back or to... Uh... Well, I get that, but and, and Putin has a certain image to maintain. He's that guy who's flexing his muscles and riding around bare, you know, bare-chested out hunting or whatever. All right, he comes off, he's got that macho thing going for him. Now what's he going to do? Is he going to accept it, that this was just some sort of an unfortunate accident, that the Russian people, the Russian pilots were at, were at fault? Or is evidence going to come out and say, no, the Russians were in the right, in which case people are going to be screaming at him to retaliate? And he has to begin to wonder how big a mess has he stepped into? You know, it's one thing to, to get, engage in war with ISIS and bomb them and so on. Now what? He might wind up having something happening between him and Turkey. You can see how you can get into this, and it can turn into a mess that nobody wants, nobody anticipates. You know, God knows where it's going to end up. The whole point of all of this is Obama wants Assad out of there. Oh, I get that. I mean, that's, I mean, it's. But what does, you know, Russia has to wonder how many enemies does it have to encounter in the Middle East to fight on on Assad's behalf? Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole thing is its bizarre. It'll probably blow over. We can hope it does. But it's certainly a dangerous situation. Let's take some commercials. Melody and I will be back on financial survival in just a moment. Please stay tuned.
Pandemics will be a part of our future. The question is, how do we protect ourselves? Are you willing to put your trust in an untested vaccine hoping it kills mutating viruses? Remember, in 1976, health officials tried to inoculate Americans with swine flu, and there was a 300% death rate in those inoculated, and millions were paid out in damages. God gave you a sophisticated immune system, and in times of need, you can make it 10 times stronger. So there's no need to panic. Just get prepared. Call Apothecary Herbs to order your upgraded pandemic kit. You will have eight professional strength formulas offering broad-spectrum immune-boosting protection. Take a stand, have a plan, have peace, and request your pandemic kit today. Or take your chances with the bad boys. Call Apothecary Herbs toll-free, 866-229-3663, or online, thepowerherbs.com. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. I'm Alfred Addis here with Melody Cedarstrom on Financial Survival, brought to you by Discount Gold and Silver. For all your gold and silver coin needs, give Melody a call at 1-800-375-4188. What's next, Melody? Well, I just want to remind the listeners that uh, they can get to our website at dgscoins.com, dgscoins.com. Hey, prices are moving up. Is this the is this the big move? Well, we've been waiting for that big move for a while, but it is great buying opportunities, folks, to get your product and get the product that is quality because when this product disappears, your choices will also disappear, but it will still behoove you to get gold and silver we just can't stress it enough 
give us a call at 1-800-375-4188. We've got the best prices, the best service, the best shipping in the country. We've been around a long time, longer than a lot of these guys that just came in in 2008, 2009. They came in and they capitalized in a bull market of gold. And I'll guarantee you that if they didn't believe that the gold bull market was still here, they'd be gone. They're going to be here yesterday and they will go as soon as uh, uh, they're done doing what they do, getting you in there and then selling you a bunch of paper. You want physical gold. So, And what do you mean by paper is... Uh, oh, mining stocks, shares, mining shares. shares, gold stocks, storing your metals in Singapore or in Canada. A lot of I'm these guys of are from Canada. For maximum, for maximum safety, I think about storing mine on the moon, Melody. Well, That's somebody who says they you can have get your own private... If you have your own private rocket ship, then be my guest. No, I don't have one of my own, but I talked to somebody who's on the Internet, so it must be true. (laughs) He says he's got a rocket ship, and he can park it up there. Oh, there you go. In an undisclosed crater, and I'll be the only one who knows where it is. All right. Well, so, folks, be be safe out there. When you buy paper gold, you're not buying gold. It's really that simple. And you don't own it unless you have it in your pocket. So uh, if you have any questions for the program, please send it to discountgoldandsilver at yahoo.com, discountgoldandsilver at yahoo.com, or questions at dgscoins.com, questions at dgscoins.com. Come. And tomorrow, had a question that did come in. They wanted us to talk about, and we will on tomorrow's program. I promise, I promise, I promise. Um, uh, they wanted to talk about bit gold. And um, I, uh, the reference was Soros uh, was part of the investment uh, uh, backing or backer of this program. And I think it was his son. Yeah. It was actually the uh, backer. So, um, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. And uh, are there any pros? Or are there any cons to bit gold? So we'll talk about that tomorrow. As I said before. <laughs> All right. And we've got a caller, Joe from Arkansas. Hello, Joe. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. And how are you, Al? Good. Good. Great, Joe. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the situation in Syria. The thing that's so interesting to, about it to me is that I have heard of so many people uh, having dreams or visions or making predictions or prophecies or something like this of Russia nuking the major cities of the United States right around this time. Like, for instance, the most remarkable one, I guess, is Dmitry Dudeman. He was this evangelist from Romania that came to the United States in the early 1980s, I believe it was. And he said that in the early 1980s, uh, the Archangel Gabriel showed him a vision of what would happen to America and that all the big cities of America would become like Sodom and Gomorrah, and then there would be a civil war started in the middle of the country by the communists, and while the government was kind of preoccupied with the civil war that the communists started, uh, Russia, uh, a coalition of enemy countries led by Russia, and also China would be involved, and I think Cuba and some others would be involved too, they would nuke the major cities of the United States. So that's number one. And then it's kind of uncanny how everything seems to be lining up for that to actually happen, you know, possibly actually happen. And then another one is uh, there was a man named John Teeter who in 2001 posted a lot of stuff on the Internet, and he claimed to be a time traveler from the year 2035. And uh, he said that the United States would be, uh, that all the major cities of the United States would be nuked by Russia in 2015. 
And he said some things that apparently, apparently, uh, some people kind of looked into what he said, and you know, some some of these people that were quite intelligent, you know, the way of looking into what he said, said that it, you know, it didn't didn't appear that anybody who was not a traveler from 2035 could actually uh, know these things and be able to say these things. So. Anyway, well, that was, was he talking day. about when he says by 2015? Does he mean by the by the beginning of 2015, or does he mean by the end of 2015? No, he said in the year 2015. Mm, so. In the year 20. Well, so, so there's not much left of it. If that's going to happen, you know, there's time, time's running out fast, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Time and is and another, fast. yeah, and another such case is I got a letter from a friend in Utah just the other day, and said she said that she knew a man who in the 1970s had had dreams of uh, life in America becoming quite disrupted by nuclear bombs from the north and plagues and diseases coming up from the south. And then I think I've heard that David Wilkerson also had some similar visions of this, but I'm not a, really all that familiar with him. Maybe somebody knows what David Wilkerson said, what his visions were. But anyway, uh, it's very interesting to me that so many people have had dreams or visions or made predictions or prophecies or something like this. You know about America, American cities getting nuked by Russia. You know, right around this time, and the situation seems to be developing. You know that that could very possibly happen. It looks like. Well, it's possible, but I mean, we had a lot of people who have had, who predicted that come September or October of this year, the mm-hmm. stuff was going to hit the fan and we were going to definitely fall into an economic collapse and the rest of that sort of thing. Um, I can I can remember years ago in the 90s, might have been 1992, I don't recall, there was a prediction, and I was getting it from a bunch of sources. I was publishing a magazine at the time, and people contacted me from around the country, and I had an opportunity to collect information from a lot of different sources. <laughs> and I was getting information from a bunch of sources that said, come October. All right, there was going to be an October surprise. The government was going to try to impose military law or martial law and the rest of that sort of thing. And I had those reports from so many sources. If it had only come from one source, I would have paid no attention to it. But I was getting that report from Florida and California and Maine and Nebraska and Texas. I was getting it from all over the country. And the weight of the reports caused me to say, oh, my gosh, I think it must be true because I'm getting too many. And nothing happened. Um, and after that, I actually started to keep a conspiracy report file where people would claim that something was going to happen and on such and such. And it was coming in September or April or whenever, 2015, 2016, 2013, 20. Uh, none of them have ever panned out. No. Doesn't mean that none of them ever will. But my my. After 20 years of collecting these conspiracy reports, I mean, I ought to make a book out of them sometime. It's, they're kind of silly in retrospect. And one of these days, somebody's going to get it right. But for the moment, I don't think I'm worried about... I don't, I'm not worried about being bombed, nuked by Russia and the rest of these people in the next six, seven weeks. Mm-mm. That doesn't strike me. And, you know, if I'm wrong... After it's all over, if I'm still alive, people think you've been misled by me, you can sue me. Take me to court because I said I didn't think, you know. Just statistically, that's all I'm getting to, Joe. I mean, just statistically, I hear these, I've listened to these reports for at least 25 years and 20, 25 years. 
they never do pan out. So well, what so I've, far. what I've found about them is that so often it seems like you know with these dreams and visions and predictions and prophecies and so on like that, you know things seem to be very often going in the general direction of the prediction of the prophecy, um, but in the, you know so that there are certain elements of it that do come true, you know like this prediction about martial law. Of course, we do see that the government is always trying more and more to impose martial law. You know, the government is always trying to crack down on the Bill of Rights and more and more uh, uh, exercise oppressive tyranny over the country and so on like that and complete control, you know, like martial law. You know, we see yeah, they, we see things kind of going that, in that but direction, but, it, but never, exi- but, you know, never exactly like the prediction says it's going to. Well, when you, you know, talk about martial so, so law, I, so I often see these things partially coming true. Well, they, the circumstances sometimes arise where some of these predictions become plausible. They've become more plausible. These days, oh, oh, it's just like he was saying, and look what's happened. And they're just, well, uh, we'll watch and see. But when it comes to martial law, they don't have enough military, they don't have enough police to impose martial law in this country. They can impose it in Chicago, they can impose it in Dallas, Texas, they can go to a couple major cities, but that's as far as it's going to go. Texas is about the size and population of Iraq, and the United States expended considerable manpower and ordinance trying to control Iraq, and they never really did, eight and a half years, and they couldn't bring Iraq under control, and that was basically, you know, it was to large degree almost a majority of what military power we had. They couldn't handle a country the size and population of Texas. There are not enough resources for government to impose martial law throughout this entire country. They aren't there. And the truth of the matter, from my perspective, is, and I'm not in favor of martial law, I want to make it, you know, I I certainly don't want any martial law and the rest of it, but the people of this country will be begging for martial law in the end, in the event that things go south. If things really get bad, and you've got rioters out on the streets, and people trying to take your home, take your food or whatever you've got in your home, and the rest of this sort of thing, people will be begging, will somebody please install martial law to keep the rioters out of my home, off my block, out of my community. And there won't be any. It'll be like uh, one of the riots they had in California back, I don't even remember, I think after Rodney King, but I don't recall if that was it. Yeah, I think it was from Rodney King. The cops disappear, everybody disappears. There's nobody, there's too much, there's too much trouble for them to deal with. And the implication here is, while people will be begging for martial law, they won't be able to get it in most instances. There'll be some that'll get it, but for most they won't get that protection. You're gonna have to take care of yourself. If you think you're coming into a a very difficult and dangerous time, guess what? It's not time to grease the keys on the 911 on your cell phone, because it's probably not going to work. If you think we're really going into a bad situation, you better have what you need to protect yourself and your family. And, uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, martial law, I've heard those reports, I've heard, and I know that government is trying to strip us of our rights. I get that. I'm not here, certainly not here to defend the government, and I'm not in favor of the loss of rights by any stretch of the imagination. But it can only be imposed by conning the American people into accepting the deprivation. They're not going to do this by force. 
They don't have enough cops. They don't have enough police. The police department is something like three-tenths of a percent of the population. They are outnumbered 300 to 1. That includes children and elderly and so on. But you could figure they're outnumbered 200 adults to 1. Those are bad odds. Bring in the American military. It's only about another three-tenths of a percent of the population. They're still outnumbered over 100 to 1. All right? Those are bad odds. You can bring in some great weapons and some great ordnance and the rest of that, but you get 200 people throwing rocks at you at the same time. If that's all they've got is rocks and you're fighting 200 to 1, you're going home in a body bag. These are terrible odds for the military, terrible odds for the police. They can't do martial law. They can con us, they can deceive us, they can try to persuade us that it's for our own best interest that we give up the First Amendment, for example, or the Second Amendment or whatever. And if we're dumb enough to go along with it, we're going to pay a price for that. But it's up to us to stand up and say, no, we're not, we're not going to give up our rights. And eventually you get to a point where not only we say no, now what are you going to do about it? You're going to bring all your buddies from the FBI and the uh, whoever works, the agents at the IRS and whatever, and you're going to fight with us? You don't stand a chance. So you better start. You know, it's up to us. You know what, Al, and you're absolutely correct. And you know what, it's to, to, to try and control order in a situation, but we know how corrupt everything is, and we've seen what they have done to our rights and our liberties through through the years, particularly since nine, you know, since nine one one. So we know it's not a group of people or a government that's there for our best interests. That's right. And, but if they were, if we did have a government and they were trying to, you know, have some sort of, you know, law uh, order that needs to be done, and you know, it's. But uh, we know what the outcome is at this point in time. We know what the outcome would be. We know would that be, the government, right. you know, they have. To, we are not going to collapse as a nation without our consent. It may be misguided consent, stupid consent, and cowardly consent, but we are the 800-pound gorilla. And we run this country if we care to get off the couch and do it. And just get those congressmen and senators and presidents, you grab them right by the collar and tell them, look, this is the way it's going to be. Pick and up if you your want phone. to have a home to live in, if you want to come back to this district after you're done looting, uh, <laughs> plundering in Washington, D.C., you'd better start paying attention to the people. We're going to take a break for some commercial announcements, and we're going to start it. Start that break right about now. Melody and I will be back in a moment. Please stay tuned to Financial Survival. Have you feeling stressed out? When life is too much to handle, use Apothecary Herbs Emotional Stress Formula. Feel calm and more in control with herbs especially combined to provide the organic nutrition your system needs to help you cope. Complete instructions for maximum benefit and a money-back guarantee. You've waited long enough. 
Call Apothecary Herbs now. Toll free, 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the 3w.thepowerherbs.com. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Hi, folks. I'm Alfred Adams here with Melody Cedarstrom on Financial Survival, brought to you by Discount Gold and Silver at 1-800-375-4188 for all your gold and silver coin needs. We were talking about a little bit about this concept of martial law and the idea that motivates the martial law or the, the, the alleged threats of martial law is that people are worried about the government. People don't trust the government. And that distrust has been growing for the last 20 or 30 years. Now, here's a survey from the Pew Research Center. And the headline is, Survey Finds Distrust in Government at Record High and GOP Not Alone in Complaints. A new Pew Research Center uh, survey found widespread dismay at the way federal government runs. According to the survey, a mere 20% of more than 6,000 respondents believe the feds manage their programs effectively, while 59% say it's time for a very major change at the federal level, which, gives us, which explains the Trump phenomena. Just 19% of those polls said they trust the federal government all or most of the time, meaning that they generally distrust the government. One of the lowest levels ever recorded by Pew since 1958. We are down. Our level of distrust of government is at near record levels. About 57% describe themselves as frustrated with government. An additional 22% say they are angry. And just 18% describe themselves as basically content. One in five. One in five. <laughs> I, I keep. Who do you suppose the one in five are, Melody? Do you think those are the welfare recipients? So That's a good system. You know, it pays the rent, pays the food, the rest of it, don't have to work. They might be basically content. Um, America's overall views of the federal government are very negative. 
trust government always most of the time. 19%, only 19% actually trust the government most of the time. Now, this is an important statistic, and it's not just an odd little anomaly. Because if you study the monetary system in this country, you'll see references and you'll see, you'll see statements by people in positions of power that we must maintain public confidence in order to support the fiat dollar. Well, they don't ever say confidence in what? All right? Well, we've got to maintain public confidence. That's what we got to have. Confidence. That's, that's what maintains. All right, fine. Well, I don't see how we're going to maintain public confidence if only 90, 19% of the American people trust government always or most of the time. It's not, it's not, you know, it does not bode well for the idea of if confidence is what's required, it looks like we're going to run short before long. Uh, people believe, 74% of people believe that most elected officials put their own interests above ahead of the country's. So I don't doubt that at all. I'm surprised it's only 74%. 55% of ordinary Americans would do, uh, uh, 55% of ordinary Americans would do a better job of solving problems. Oh, they believe Congress would do a better job. But views of government's role and performance were more mixed. They actually have, public actually tends to have a positive opinion. They don't trust the government in general, but they do trust the individual agencies. They tend to trust the individual agencies, which is surprising. It's, it's almost like a kind of schizophrenia. They say, oh, we don't trust you to people in government, but I trust the, you know, trust the guy down there, the local bureaucrats and the rest of it. And it might be the reason for that is that you actually can deal with the bureaucrats face to face. And if they're reasonably personable and if they're halfway friendly and the rest of that sort of thing, yeah, all right, we can get along with them. But the people in Washington and the people who appear or at least seem to be in charge, they are so distant and they do such strange things that it's difficult for us to, it's difficult to make believe that these people are working for our interests. Because we see them do things that they seem contrary to the American people's interests. We don't see that out of the bureaucracies, particularly. We go in there and they just admit, they handle forms, give me your name and address, they fill out the form and one thing or another happens. They're just doing their job. But the people in government, particularly in Washington, you can't help but wonder, what the heck are these people up to? Well, Pew, Pew Research Group found Democrats were dissatisfied with the state of government. Republicans are primarily um, responsible for the shift in attitude. 70% of Democrats say they only seldom or never trust government. 89% of the GOP now profess major distrust of the feds. In Barack Obama's six years as president, 13% of Republicans on average have said they can trust the government always or most of the time. This is the lowest percentage, lowest level of average trust among either party during any administration dating back 40 years. Only 13% of the Republicans say they can trust the government always or most of the time. Nearly a third of Republicans said they were angry with the federal government compared to just 12% of Democrats. Democrats, yeah, they're, you know, they're, the government is very, very good to me. And they trust the government. Uh, Republicans, a third of them, said they're angry. And you see this. We see evidence of this in Trump. I mean, Trump, to some degree, expresses that 
Republican anger. He's tapped into it. It's a little bit of I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. All right? And we're seeing traces of that in the Republican Party. We're not seeing it to the same degree with the, with the Democrats. So point is that right or wrong, good or bad, the public is increasingly distrustful of government. That cannot bode well for a positive short-time future for this country. One way or another, government has got to regain American people's trust, and they've got to instill some confidence in the American people that they're here to do what's best for the general welfare, not for special interests. And I don't see how they're going to do that. What are they going to do? They're about broke. What can they do to tell people, oh, you can trust us now? Why? Because you're broke? You don't have enough money to make trouble? Can't afford to go out and get drunk and do drugs or whatever? So now you're going to sit home and watch TV and be nice, play nice? I mean, I don't know what government can do to restore public confidence in government. Partic well, I, one of the things they might be able to do is dump Obama out of the White House. Maybe that'll restore some confidence and put somebody in there who at least appears to be doing what's best for the, for the American people. Um, so, I don't know. It's, it's one of these things. Talk about martial law. I don't know. We started off on that. And government attitudes. Uh, people are afraid of the government. They're angry about government. They're frustrated with government. And I think the reason for that is maybe especially right now, there may be a number of reasons, but Obama has made it his business to try to foment change in this country, regardless of whether Congress goes along with it, regardless of whether the people go along with it. He wants to do things his way. And he's had a certain amount of success at that. He's certainly, you know, he's tried to get rid of our guns. He's tried to do what he can to blunt the Second Amendment. He's... Well, imposed this health care system, tried to do that, and that's failing. Uh, he has his own agenda, and that agenda doesn't look, it looks like it's contrary to the best interest of the American people, at least to a lot of people. That, that, that's the appearance, and I'm one of them. I don't think he's doing what's right for this country. You know, he's not the first president to betray us, as far as I'm concerned. He's not enforcing. I mean, these people in Congress and in the White House, they won't even protect our borders from an invasion by illegal aliens. And it's not about the illegal aliens. It's about the people in Congress. It's about people in the White House. Why won't they protect our borders? How can we have confidence in a government that not only allows, but encourages illegal aliens to enter this country? How can we suppose that, oh, the government is working for our best interests? No, they're not. And it's obvious to anyone who looks at it and cares about it and isn't getting a check from the government. A lot of people get checks from the government and say, oh, the government's good. To, you know, they're sending me a check, so I'm in favor of them. That might, uh, if you just stop those checks going out, the number of people who would sit here and say, I'm in favor of this government, would probably diminish to maybe 4 or 5% out of the whole country, if that. So, what do you think, Melody? We're going to have martial law or a government we can believe in, or what's going to happen here? 
You know what? I, I can't predict. You know, I can only understand, you know, what our monetary policy is and the direction and the growth that we see in Washington. And, you know, we see all the signs around this. I mean, you know, and if people want to prepare and do what's necessary, that's what they should be doing. That's what I do. And I, I, I'm not a, you know, we started out with time travelers and uh, and so forth. It's, you know, my source is the Bible. It tells me exactly where we're heading, what's going to happen. It tells me what to look for, when to look for it. So, you know, and that's why when people ask me, who do you follow? I don't follow anyone. You know, you have to read. You ha- you know, I, I don't listen to people's opinions uh, who write, or I should say analysis. I listen to opinions, but I don't listen to their analysis of, of markets and so forth, uh, because I draw my own conclusions. I understand what's going on and that's what people have to do you have to understand what's going on be aware of what's going on around you and uh, we have been you know people have been so blinded people have been so conditioned over the years I mean you can look back and just see how everyone has been conditioned there is a a greater agenda out there and uh, we know the we we know the end. We we know the last chapter of the book. So you know until we get to the last page, you need to prepare. And um, but there's a lot of things going on. And uh, you had some other great articles also, Al, um, mm-hmm. in relationship to what's going on the U.S. pension uh, fund. This is one area where the U.S. pension insurer posts record deficit for 2015. Yeah, for the 13th consecutive yeah. year, they've been running a deficit. Um, this is a federal agency that insures pensions for about 40 million Americans. And their deficit is increased by 23% to $76 billion. The agency's program for so-called multi-employer pension plans continues to account for most of the deficit. Um, the deficit reported Tuesday for the year ended September 30th was the widest in the 41-year history of the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corp. It has now run shortfalls for 13 straight years. What's that mean? It means there probably won't be any reliable insurance on your pension funds. If push comes to shove, if there is a serious problem, you know, again, the, the, the worst case scenario is always the least likely scenario. It's the most dramatic. It favors all of the drama queens and the rest of this sort of thing. But if the worst case comes down or something close to it, and you're counting on your pension fund to carry you through, here we have a primary U.S. pension insurer who's been running deficits for 13 years. What do you think is going to turn that around? And how is this pension insurer going to insure pensions if it's been losing money for 13 years? It's just another one of the leaves in the breeze that tells people you're going to have to figure out how to depend on yourself. We talked about it earlier when we were talking about with martial law. You may be screaming for martial law before this is all over. Worst case scenario, the thugs are going to rule. Right? And it'll be up to you to protect yourself. Same thing as something like that is happening with this U.S. pension insurer. It's the implication. It's not proof, but it is evidence. Again, you're going to have to take care of yourself. You're going to have to be responsible for whatever it is that's going on in your life and whatever it is you want to protect. Fine. Do it. You know, take your best shot. 
And, you know, what's funny is, you know, we talk about that, but the, the Fed, uh, Yellen, she continues, everyone, Bernanke, government, uh, any, you know, Wall Street finance, they all defend the low-rate policies mm-hmm. because they've all made billions of dollars uh, because it's all about you, the spender. They need you, <laughs> and they will do anything possible to get at your every last penny. There's trillions of dollars sitting there in these retirement accounts. Do you really believe when we have a government that when we have a a, a, a government that's you know twenty trillion dollars in the hole? That they admit that to. That they admit and credible to. credible sources say it's $100 trillion in the CBO, and economist Lawrence Kotlikoff says it's over $200 trillion. Does anybody really believe they're not going to mess with your retirement accounts? Yeah, I know. I mean, come on, folks. <laughs> they take it from you day in and day out through taxes that you're not even aware of, and everybody just continues to pay willingly. And then what else are we to do? I mean, you know, they saw our gasoline prices finally drop. People are clapping their hands. Oh, goody, I'm, I saw rates, uh, I saw prices at 170, some around two, two bucks, some are 205. But what do they do in the meantime? Well, gasoline prices are low. Now we can slap on more taxes for you. You're not going to get a break. And when they need it, they will take it. So make sure you're protected for that situation. We already know legislation has been written. We already know legislation. Uh, these laws have been talked about. So it's up to you. Yeah, and it's one of these things, and it may be a good thing. We're going to have to learn to take personal responsibility for our own lives. And it may be, it won't be a fun lesson. All right, but maybe it's the best thing that could happen to this country. As soon as we start to become personally responsible again, maybe this country will get back on its feet and do some good. We're out of time. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm Alfred Adisk here with Melody Searstrom on Financial Survival. Hope you'll tune in tomorrow. In the meantime, the good Lord bless you, me, Melody, and Frank, the producer. Bye-bye. Have you feeling stressed out? When life is too much to handle, use Apothecary Herbs Emotional Stress Formula. Feel calm and more in control with herbs especially combined to provide the organic nutrition your system needs to help you cope. Complete instructions for maximum benefit and a money-back guarantee. You've waited long enough. Call Apothecary Herbs now. Toll free, 866-229-3663. That's 866 866- 229-3663 International callers dial 704 
875-8010 or order online at the 3 wsthepowerherbscom Pandemics will be a part of our future. The question is, how do we protect ourselves? Are you willing to put your trust in an untested vaccine hoping it kills mutating viruses? Remember, in 1976, health officials tried to inoculate Americans with swine flu, and there was a 300% death rate in those inoculated, and millions were paid out in damages. God gave you a sophisticated immune system, and in times of need, you can make it 10 times stronger. So there's no need to panic. Just get prepared. Call Apothecary Herbs to order your upgraded pandemic kit. You will have eight professional strength formulas offering broad-spectrum immune-boosting protection. Take a stand, have a plan, have peace, and request your pandemic kit today. Or take your chances with the bad boys. Call Apothecary Herbs toll-free, 866-229-3663, or online, thepowerherbs.com. PSA count high, half of all men over 50 have an enlarged prostate. You can shrink your prostate without harmful drugs or risky surgery. The secret to healing the prostate is to cleanse the prostate and the liver. Call Apothecary Herbs to ask about the prostate kit for a comprehensive way to heal and soothe your prostate. Educate yourself on how easy it can be to disinfect, cleanse, and restore your prostate gland. Call Apothecary Herbs for the prostate kit and successfully reduce swelling, inflammation, dissolve stones, and cleanse the blood to obtain the results you need. Money-back guarantee with every purchase. Call the experts in organ cleansing. Call Apothecary Herbs now for the prostate kit and empower yourself. Toll-free 866-229-3663 or international callers 704-875-8010. That's toll-free 866-229-3663 or visit the web at thepowerherbs.com. One, two, three, resident herbalist Wendy Wilson. Hope you had a great day. We're here to empower you. That's what we'd like to do on Herb Talk Live. Thanks for joining us here on the American Voice Radio Network. Oh, it's right before Thanksgiving and we have a great show. We're going to be talking about stress because we got the holiday season coming up, but we're really going to focus on how stress messes up our glands and how that leads to all kinds of illnesses and how we can protect ourselves from that. Uh, Also, um, we got a couple of things we're going to be talking about after that. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, some of the flu studies and how the media is presenting some of that. And um, we'll see how the hour rolls because we got some other stuff we can uh, work in if we get time. And we have a quack report. 
so before we get to all that, uh, and before I forget, if I run out of time during the show, I want to wish everybody a very safe and healthy uh, Thanksgiving. Try not to overeat. <laughs> Try not to overdo. And, uh, you know, be responsible if you're having adult beverages and drinking and driving and all that good stuff. But I hope you all have a good Thanksgiving. And, um, and you know, and we just we just should remember what Thanksgiving is about. You know, I like the poem from Jonah, uh, uh, I think it's Fox. She says, we thank you for the turkey, the gravy and the dressing. Dear Lord, this table overflows with thy abundant blessing. Let us always be aware that all gifts come from you. And may we serve your heavenly will in everything we do. Absolutely great poem. Uh, Read it this year over the dinner, if you will. And, you know, inspire people to seek the Lord's face and mind the time because it grows short. Well, uh, big salute in Semper Fi to our righteous men and women in uniform. Let's not forget them, lifting them up in prayer in all of America, all all of those out there that are believers, that God is good and he's sitting on his throne and he has the power to restore righteousness and truth. And we should plead and seek the Lord for that, according to Isaiah 59. Um, So, you know, if you ask not, you will receive not. And prayer avenges, avenges much. And the prayer of the faithful can heal the sick. So, uh, you know, what are you waiting for? Seek the Lord's face. Mine's time. It grows short. And without further ado, let's do the quack report. Thank you, Frank. Okay, what do we got? Um, all right, we're going to talk about China. China's cloning some, uh, well, they got a cloning factory going up, is what they've got, uh, to produce cloned animals, including cattle, racehorses, even your favorite pet. The world's largest cloning facility in China aims to produce a million cattle a year, along with other animals. Uh, this is a biotechnology center there. Um, a company by, like BioLife is uh, backing the facility. According to Zhu Zaichun, uh, chairman of BioLife, he says um, he's kind of irritated by the irrational behavior based in political agendas and ethical rationale, which threatens to kill the technology of cloning. <laughs> uh, the facility will clone racehorses and a handful of dogs for people with emotional ties to their family pets. Only going to cost you $100,000. Uh, the factory will include 1,500 square meters of laboratory an animal center, a gene bank, and an exhibition hall currently being built in the port city of Taijin near Beijing, and it's due to open the first half of 2016. So Boya Life is going to operate the facility with its South Korean partner, Soon Suom Biotech, and then they're going to run the center. They're going to clone all kinds of things. Um, yeah, if you're willing to pay $100,000 to have something cloned, they'll do it. That's all it's going to cost you. Um, they've already produced 550 puppies. You talk about a puppy mill, right? There you are. European Parliament's Environmental Committee criticizes the technique of cloning not being fully mature. They're not sure about the whole thing. They cite the morality rate remains uh, equally high. Many of the animals which are born alive, they say, die in the first few weeks, and they die painfully. So from a moral standpoint, uh, the European Parliament says no. 
Oh, let's see. Moving along, last but not least in the quack report, we got a couple of things here clustered together. Um, people, here's something that's interesting. People with positive initials, you know, what's your name initials spell out? You know, if your initials spell joy, for instance, or wow, according to this research, you're going to live four and a half years longer than people who have neutral initials. Or worse, Initials, they say, that spell something not so complimentary, uh, like D-U-D for dud or A-S-S. They say you're going to live three years less. So uh, they say your initials can shorten your life. You know, can you imagine if you had the initials I-L-L? <laughs> not good. All right. I apologize if anybody else out there has that. I'm sorry. Uh, move along. Uh, they say... This is interesting, restroom, uh, you know, etiquette, right? The guys, all the guys' ears just perked up, right? <laughs> Women, you know, they have their own etiquette, and it's, it's not the same as the guys. But here it is. Uh, they analyzed 51 public restrooms. Experts found that the stall closest the restroom door is consistently overlooked. It's, um, people don't want to be near the door. So they don't use it as much. So it has the lowest bacteria level, and it has the most toilet paper. So the first stall probably sees less traffic, they think, because it's near the door and people want more privacy. I, I, I get that, you know, right? I'm, I don't like near the door either. But now that I know that, hmm, if I have to, guess what? I'm going to use that one. Last, here in our cluster of quackers, um, if, do you have a mustache? Yeah? Anybody out there have a mustache? You know, you guys out there? I like mustaches if they're well-groomed, you know? I think they make a guy look distinguished. Anyway, um, if you're prone to allergies and you have a mustache, they say wash your mustache with liquid soap twice a day because one study said that if you did that, you have fewer antihistamines and decongestants uh, the reason they say it gets rid of the pollen grains that get stuck in the hair fiber there, right under your nose. Achoo. And that wraps the quack report. Thank you, Frank. Okay, we got the holidays coming up. You know, can get a little stressful, a little stressed out. You know, people are cooking and they're baking, and that's all great. But, you know, they're traveling and they're rushing and they're, did I forget that? And, of course, you know, the real big problem. You ever had this happen if you're hosting a dinner and your oven goes out? Mm, talk about stress. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it may behoove people with electric oven. You know what? It doesn't cost much to have a um, a, a broiler uh, filament and a bake filament for your oven as a replacement because those are really easy to put in. I've done it. You know, I think they're like 20 bucks and uh, you can just stick them in. No problem. I've done it. I got my tool belt on and I did it myself and I saved about 100 bucks in a service call. But uh, you might want to have those on hand just in case the oven decides to, you know, lose the element. All right. Stress, according to the American Institute of Stress, our health can suffer in many ways from too much stress. Now, their chart that they have tells us that about 44 to 50% of Americans are more stressed than they were five years ago. 
All right. The level of stress is a, another indicator, hello, that the economy is not as stable as the government would have us believe. So when you got one in five people that feel that they are burdened with extreme stress, where they experience heart attack symptoms, tremors, maybe depression, and then you know the reality is different from what the news reports to you. So all this puts a strain on the human body, especially our glands, which help us survive and deal with stress. So we're going to take a look and see how we can reduce our stress, strengthen our glands, survive the holidays, you know, and life in general. But first, I want to cover some more statistics. Uh, the American Institute of Stress also stated that a majority of the Americans working, the working class of America, they feel that they are working 60% harder at their jobs for less money, and this contributes to about 10% increase in strokes. So physicians are seeing an increase in the number of patients coming to them for stress-related issues. Right now, currently, three out of four doctor's office visits fall under the category of stress. So it's been scientifically documented that stress is the stumbling block for about 60% of illnesses. For instance, stress can increase our risk of heart disease by 40%, heart attack by 25%, and stroke by 50%. So people that are under stress are upset. Their 40% of them are, you know, well, yeah, 40% will incorporate unhealthy habits to try to relieve their stress. You know, they do stuff like, you know, they may drink more alcohol. They may eat junk or comfort foods. They may use stimulants from caffeine, energy drinks to illegal substances. And this leads to other problems like sleep deprivation, an increased risk of accidents, addiction, and accelerated aging. Well, and then there's your, your brain on stress. How does that work? Well, anyone that has gone through extreme stress or prolonged stress can confirm that it creates great imbalance, especially in the mind. So the emotional areas of your brain are affected. So we're told that the, the top of the stress profile, uh, those life events are going to be things like, you know, death of a child or spouse, divorce, or unemployment. So according to research, stress such as this can have a negative physical effect on our brain. We're told that the emotional areas of our brain can actually shrink under this kind of stress. So this would ex help explain why soldiers returning from war can suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder or psychiatric problems. Well, let's look at the cost of stress. So we're often reminded how expensive diabetes or obesity is in our health care and our economy, but stress by far outstrips such conditions by about a hundred billion. Yeah, stress costs our economy three hundred billion a year. So if Americans are working harder or longer hours for the same or less pay, they unfortunately can't afford to take a vacation, which is one way to relieve stress. According to the American Institute of Stress, about twenty four percent of US employees work an extra six hours per week but they don't get paid for doing it. You know, Working for funds that don't keep up with inflation is bad enough. But when an employer doesn't properly compensate you, that creates a lack of trust and even more stress. So you know what? In Europe, like England and Spain, workers are required, mandated, to take 30 days off per year. Hmm. Now, the average American gets about 18 days off per year, which includes 
includes 10 work days and about eight national holidays. Now, the people of France, well, they take seven weeks off per year. Oof. Yeah, just think about that for a minute. Now, do you know how to react to that? <laughs> I know we're such a workaholic nation here. Okay, so, well, and the other thing that the research is showing is that um, with extreme job-related stress, the employees really don't quit their jobs. What they do is quit their boss. Uh, people quit when there's extreme coworker tension. You know, the boss makes their job harder, and their the workload is too ambitious. You know, it's just unreasonable. Um, so let's let's just recap here for a sec. Uh, so stress can have a snowball effect. Job-related stress can lead to a loss of income. A loss of income can provoke relationship problems, and all this can lead to poor eating habits, malnutrition, and inadequate sleep. So we haven't even added the stress that's created by watching the news, reading our email, or even dealing with social media. So let's look at the symptoms, because some people may not even know that their symptoms are stress-related. So they go to their doctor because they have maybe fatigue or a headache or digestive problems. Some experience muscle tension or appetite issues. Some people grind their teeth or they have a, a lack of sex drive or they feel dizzy. So when there is extreme stress, symptoms can be a lack of energy, nervousness, irritability, anger, depression, crying, and socially or emotionally, they can become disconnected. So what helps the body with stress? Well, our glands. Our glands help our body handle stress. And in particular, it's our adrenal glands of the body's they are kind of like the shock absorber for stress. So what exactly does the adrenal gland do? Well, a healthy adrenal gland secretes these hormones to protect you from becoming obese, to help cure you from disease, protects you from premature aging, and protects you yeah, from stress. So how does the adrenal gland do all that? Well, there's three hormones that the adrenal gland secrete, which helps you to accomplish this and also... Um, uh, keep you uh, on top of your game. Uh, so the three hormones are epinephrine, cortisol, and debidroepidorsetrone. Wow. Say so that three times fast. Well, let's look at the, the epinephrine. Uh, this hormone is known as the fight-or-flight hormone, and you've heard about this. If you are threatened or you're anxious, your heart rate will go up and your blood pr pressure rushes, you know, more blood flow to the heart and to your muscles. And you'll have this higher tolerance for pain. Your pupils get really wide and your brain function speeds up. So during this phase, it's really possible that you may see an attacker that's coming after you, coming at you in slow motion, kind of weird. But the adrenal gland can become exhausted if there is constant, higher-than-normal need for epinephrine. So how could this happen? Well, adrenaline junkies, bodybuilders, soldiers, they're in areas where the body can become addicted to adrenaline rush and exhaust the adrenal gland. So epinephrine could only be used, should only be used by the body in real emergencies, and the human body really doesn't have an unlimited supply of this hormone, epinephrine. Let's look at the cortisol. Another hormone helps control your appetite, regulates your immune system's inflammatory response, and provides emergency energy to your body. So some individuals that are prescribed drugs 
uh, to replace the cortisol hormone, they can encounter some really nasty side effects. So the pharmaceutical adrenal support is kind of tricky business, and the cortisol level can become either too high or low, causing all kinds of problems. For example, you can get osteoporosis, kidney damage, weight gain, edema, high blood pressure or high blood sugar, yeast infections, low immunity, allergies, and even cancer. So modern medicine really does have no preventative therapies and can't really detect the beginning stages of adrenal collapse, but it is not until the patient receives a diagnosis. You know, you've got Cushing's disease or Addison's disease, which really points you in the direction of adrenal cancer, um, and then medical treatment through drugs and surgery is then recommended. Well, let's look at this uh, last hormone, the debidroepidemic. Androcetone, whew, mouthful. Um, it's also known as DHEA. You probably have seen that. Uh, it helps your body build protein and assist in the immune system to fight off disease and repair damage to cells due to disease. So, without this hormone, your body can't make male or female reproductive hormones like testosterone and estrogen. And it also holds off the effects of your aging. So, you need that hormone. Women are more severely affected with adrenal gland dysfunction because they're going to experience more difficult transitions during menopause and premenopause stages. And what about the adrenal cancer issue? Well, if you receive a diagnosis of adrenal crisis, it means your adrenal gland has cancer. The adrenal and the supra glands are these triangle-shaped endocrine glands that sit on top of the kidneys. And their primary job is to help you deal with stress. So how common is adrenal crisis? Well, it's not been a major problem until just recently. Not all cases of adrenal malfunction are reported or even diagnosed correctly. However, the ones that do get reported are about three to 500 cases each year. So the average age that's affected is the middle age to elderly and adrenal problems are usually picked up on MRI scans when a patient is preparing for some sort of procedure or they're in an accident and they have to get the scan done. Now, children aren't immune to adrenal malfunction and are most often female children. And research has really hasn't been able to pinpoint any risk factors that claim, they can't claim that uh, you can uh, prevent the disease. Well. Here's some of the adrenal malfunction symptoms to look for. Most common symptoms are fatigue, weakness, low immunity, osteoporosis, insomnia, weight gain, skin problems, hair loss, and depression. So you can see that adrenal disease can mimic other health problems, and lots of times patients are misdiagnosed as having depression, insomnia, obesity, lupus, arthritis, or just you're just being menopausal. Sometimes they say that. Well, let's look at some of the nutrition that will help you out, help the glands out. You know, the human body is really designed to regenerate and heal itself. You know, if we can remove the stumbling blocks and, remove, and, that are, and just get them out of the way and put the nutrition in that's available, you know, you can do a lot. Healthy glands will enable you to deal with stress better. So if you had adrenal problems, it would, you know, if I had the adrenal problems, I would use a combination of some herbs. Um, I wouldn't be afraid to use all of them. For instance, mullein 
that herb helps soothe glands, all glands. Uh, lobelia can help create an exodus of toxins from the glands so the glands can work better. So if you're looking for mullen or lobelia, you can look for mullen tincture and relaxation formula. Uh, the folks at Apothecary Herbs have that. Um, also, you might want to look at the ginseng herbs. Use them with echinacea root to assist your immune system. So Immune Booster or in the American or Siberian ginseng formula is awesome. Guta cola and hawthorn berries and cayenne and ginger will help strengthen the circulatory system and reduce the load on the heart due to the stress you're experiencing as well as help the glands to balance their hormone levels. So look for emotional stress formula. The heart and cholesterol formula is also at thepowerherbs.com. Now for the anxiety to reduce that, I like to use valerian root. For a little added insurance, I'll add some natural calcium and boron that you get in plants, not in cow's milk. And this helps the glands produce the hormones as well and protect the bones, especially if you're female. So I would use the female herbs too for the endocrine system. So look for calcium formula and female cycle balancer. Now the glands need healthy blood. So your organ cleanse is gonna be essential to remove toxins quickly. So remember that, organ cleansing. Also proper electrolytes from your sun-dried Celtic salt, not the white kind. Uh, it's gonna go a long way helping your body chemically communicate to reduce malfunction and help you uh, deal with stress. So uh, the salt is also not gonna promote a hypertension issue. So look for your organ cleanses and your Celtic sea salt at Apothecary Herbs. And don't forget, whole food nutrition is gonna be important, but if you need help with that, you need more organic vitamins and minerals and amino acids that are in a whole food state. Uh, check out the Body Foundation Food Mix at thepowerherbs.com. So uh, you'll get your plant proteins in there as well. And you, it's water-soluble. It's a mix you add to your juice or water, and bam, it's in the body in 60 seconds working and helping you reduce stress. You will feel the difference immediately. For, for You will. I've heard it over and over and over again for years how that one product helps them deal with stress because they are so malnourished and their, their glands are so desperately needing some nutrition to regenerate and rebuild. This one product may be the best money you ever spend if you have a lot of stress. So that's the Body Foundation Food Bank. And you can find it at the PowerHerbs.com website. The folks at Apothecary Herbs uh, make it. Uh, their number is toll-free at 866-229-3663, 866-229-3663, thepowerherbs.com. That's where your healthcare options just became endless. And you can ask for a free product catalog. If you're on their website, don't forget to check out their herb coupon page, and you can save on your order. And, uh, by the way, they, uh, if you're on their website, sign up for the newsletters that go out each week. The American Survival goes out on Tuesday, and the HealthQuest goes out on Friday. Of course, this Friday, there will be no HealthQuest because of the holiday, uh, but they'll be going out the following week on time. So check that out. Now, I have heard on good authority that the folks at the PowerHerbs.com, the Apothecary Herbs people, they're going to have a Black Friday special. And if you miss the Black Friday special, they're going to have a Cyber Monday special. So you, you have to drop in and see. Now, if you're on their mailing list, you're going to get a heads up. Yep, yep, you're going to get your coupon, and you're going to save big time. If you want to stock up on your herbs for the flu season, your cleanses, your body food mix for stress, 
I mean, that's why the list is important. Thepowerherbs.com. Give them a call, 866-229-3663. Okay. I think we're going to be taking a break, but when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about the flu season a little bit, some of the flu studies, give you a heads up, some solutions. We'll be right back. life into the original medicine herbalist wendy wilson will be right back if you have a heart condition and emergency rooms and medical doctors are not an option you need our emergency heart attack kit five concentrated liquid formulas enter the system in 60 seconds to protect your heart muscle strengthen heartbeat increase circulation relieve pain and make breathing easier when seconds count you want all the help you can get with our emergency heart attack kit easy to use and portable in a one pound compact kit for your purse briefcase or car call apothecary herbs now for your emergency heart attack kit toll free 866-229-3663 that's 866-229-3663 International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the three W's dot thepowerherbs.com. I don't trust anyone wearing a mask. Robbers, cattle rustlers, or doctors. I listen to Herb Talk Live. get older, they are subject to hormone imbalance. And when this happens, men can experience osteoporosis, memory loss, irritability, blood sugar imbalance, weight gain, enlarged prostate, erectile dysfunction, and risk of stroke. The human endocrine system manufactures hormones. Why not feed your system plant nutrition to make the hormones that are right for you? For centuries, these herbs have been used to balance the male hormone system. Men, you've waited long enough for the male hormone formula. Call Apothecary Herbs toll-free, 866-229-3663 for the male hormone formula. 866-229-3663 or online at thepowerherbs.com. 866-229-3663 where your healthcare options just became endless. American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices.
ancient Greeks thought thyme herb provided strength. Indeed, the chemical compounds of thyme contain antioxidants, an effective germicide that kills whooping cough bacteria and makes breathing easier. Just imagine what you can do with thyme herb when it comes to respiratory ailments like croup, pneumonia, asthma, and sinusitis. The extra benefit of thyme herb is that it soothes the nerves and stops spasmodic coughing, so you can get some rest. Who says you don't have time to take care of yourself? Call Apothecary Herbs toll-free for Time Tincture NT to soothe your cough and get some rest. 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. International 704-875-8010 or online at thepowerherbs.com. I'm your herbalist, Wendy Wilson. We're going to talk about the flu studies now, see what's going on here, see if you believe what you're being told about all of this stuff. I, a lot of it, I look at it as propaganda. Um, CDC likes to distribute about, you know, the medical benefits of your flu vaccines this time of year. I look at it as pure hype. Um, and I base that on a, some of the true medical research that has been published, like in the British Journal the British Medical Journal, um, this is really nothing new, as the British Medical Journal has been warning the medical community and people of the hoax that has been played out on them with, you know, fraud, basically. They've exposed the fraud of the medical science behind uh, the studies that prop up the flu vaccines. Now, teams of medical researchers who understood how to you know, conduct a real study found that a high percentage of the data that's in favor of your flu vaccines is really unsupported by the facts. They've also reported that the studies uh, sponsored by your pharmaceutical companies were more likely to be published by medical journals than the studies of smaller size by other funders, which were not as prominent. So studies published in your medical journals are really cited more or they give more prominence to, and they accept the scientific fact more, so that's why people believe it. However, the British Medical Journal reported that they found that there is a significant lap, lack or, or this gap between the study results and its conclusions, which qualifies as what they consider, quote, a poor quality study. Now, the author of the article was Dr. Peter Dashi. Uh, he even quips that with most flu studies, he says, quote, what you see is not what you get. <laughs> so what do you need to know about the prominent flu products? Well, let's take a look and see what we can uncover here. First, there's been this big growth in vaccines. That should be a red flag that hits everyone in the face when you look at the unprecedented growth of the flu vaccine industry and the sale volume. Now, in the 1990s, the U.S. pharmaceutical companies made a mere $32 million or doses, excuse me, of the flu vaccine. So they made 32 million doses compared to today's figure, which is like 135 million, which is really over four, a 4,000% 4, increase in just 
24 years. So that's 180% increase per year. And this is a really good example that disease is economically driven and you need to look at who gains or profits from disease. In other words, who's driving the plague bus? And what has helped really push the flu market into unprecedented growth is a lack of control. So there, there is very little, if any, remedy for vaccine damages anymore. And it used to be that in order to get a vaccine, uh, it was really, uh, to get it to market, it was necessary to have it administered in a clinical setting by a medically trained professional, you know, like a doctor's office or a hospital. But today, you know, clerks behind the drug counter uh, can give you your vaccine. Flu shots are given in supermarkets and some even in drive-through chains. Um, you know, has the public demanded this? I don't think so. The answer is no. And it's really been orchestrated by a massive public health campaign. However, is the health of the public the goal? Well, the average person really has misplaced their trust in the pharmaceutical industry, which has for the most part purchased the medical and political establishments. So here's an example of the average patient who does not do their homework or take, their, and they just take their doctor's word for everything. So um, if you're doing some shopping, you know, and you're checking out the store, and let's say the cashier looked a bit haggard, and if you asked that person if they felt okay, and they told you that they felt sick or ill, needed to go home, and so as this person is touching all the items you want to purchase and scanning them, um, that person tells you uh, they've never called out of work, uh, they've never been missed work except now because they just got a flu shot and now they have this fever and this cough. Um, so then you may want to ask the person, you know, when did she receive this vaccine? Um, you know, about a week ago, which is about right for the development of the symptoms, you know, the the incubation period. Um, you know, uh, and, and that's not, and that's bad enough, right? She's got flu, full-blown flu symptoms now from the flu vaccine. And uh, the worst part is she lives with her and takes care of an elderly, uh, her elderly mother who's uh, taking chemo treatments for cancer. So you know she's going to go home and she's going to infect the mother. Um, because she has no immune system right now anyway. See how this is working? This is bad. Well, let me read you this quote by Dr. Peter Dashi, John Hopkins University School of Medicine, Baltimore, Maryland. His article, British Medical Journal of May 16, 2013, he says most of the flu studies, 70% of them, were of poor quality with over-optimistic conclusions that is not supported by the data presented, end of quote. Hmm. Well, and uh, let me read you this by Dr. Russell Blaylock. He's a neurosurgeon and author of the Blaylock Wellness Report. He says this. Here's the bottom line. The vast number of people who get the flu vaccine aren't going to get any benefit, but they get all the risks and complications. Dashi's article is a breath of fresh air. This article exposes in well-defined and articulate terms what has been known for a long time, which is the flu vaccine promotion is a fraud, end of quote.
Wow. A fraud, huh? Well, let's look at some of the stats because they're not adding up. According to Dr. Dashi's report on the flu studies, he states that if you believe the statistics from the CDC and the flu trials, the influenza vaccine is the most important medicine on the planet, preventing 50% of deaths. So if that were true, he points out that it would be considered malpractice to make available only 135 million doses of the flu vaccine when there are 315 million U.S. citizens. So the studies that the CDC chooses to refer to as their supporting data for the flu vaccine program, he says, are implausible. To make that claim that the vaccine saves lives, there has to be solid research and statistical evidence behind it. So if you deliver evidence of the contrary to the CDC, says they will uh, acknowledge it was brought to them, but they would, will not debate it and they'll do nothing about it. So here is what the CDC knows. Only one in six viral bugs is actually influenza, and when hundreds of influenza specimens are tested every year, only 16% test positive for influenza. So a report on last year's flu from 2012 to 13, well, two years ago, it showed that there was a probable 9% effective rate of protecting the elderly from the flu. But that statistic is most likely flawed, he says, as the CDC lumps pneumonia and bronchitis in with their flu statistics. And this is why most people who get flu shots think it did not protect them because it, well, it didn't. You know, most people get flu shots, think it didn't protect them. And they're right, according to Dr. Tashi. So what are they doing? Well, um, they're, they're selling a fear tactic, so they can sell a product. So what it comes down to is the pharmaceutical companies and modern medicine perceive everyone as a patient with something to be managed with drug therapy. So everything under the sun is turned into this social health risk or concern. For example, bad breath or flatulence used to be embarrassing and used to be a nuisance, but now it has become a social concern and in some countries, the offense comes with legal ramifications. So medical conditions of every sort have been taken up to an epidemic level that drug companies want to manage. So take another example of the psychiatric field, changing the definitions on minor behaviors to more serious conditions requiring a drug treatment, like hoarding, also known as being a pack rat. So the medical slant is that everyone is dysfunctional, either physically or mentally. Everyone has to have some drugs to live normal lives. So why would a flu vaccine be any different? So it isn't the protecting you from the future disease is where medicine is headed. Selling patients drugs for a disease that has really not manifested yet is their next big payday. And they're gonna pull this off. You watch. Selling treatments with fear is their agenda. So convincing women to get a mastectomy before they get breast cancer, right? You see what I'm saying? Convincing women to do that, to, to, to mutilate themselves as a prevention effort. So what it boils down to is that disease or health is what medical science says it is. If mutating, mutilating your body is a treatment, 
uh, and taking toxic drugs without a diagnosis is a treatment, then, um, you know, you're deciding that with any real evidence. You know, that, that's their next thing. You get, what, you get ready for, let's give you, you know, some blood pressure medicine, some, you know, some uh, renal heart failure, uh, renal disease drugs, heart failure disease drugs now before you even get sick like that. Prevention. That's what they're going to be selling people, right? Which goes totally against what medicine has uh, operated under for years. You know, you can't treat something, a disease that's not, there yet but that doesn't stop them uh, because you know it used to be you don't you don't ever inoculate a pregnant woman but now they're doing it so you know and the immune boosting thing that I talk about and lots of naturalists talk about you know seems to elude science uh, the halls of medicine will take the scientific position that you're boosting your immune system is a fallacy uh, and then their next breath, they confess that they're still studying the immune system and really don't fully understand its function. But they'll give you immune suppressant drugs. How can you do that if you don't fully understand the function of the immune system? So here are a few statements from the Harvard Health Publications of Harvard Medical School. Uh, researchers are exploring the effects of diet, exercise, age, psychological stress, herbs, and other factors on the immune response in both animals and humans, although interesting results are emerging, they are primarily because we are still trying to understand how the immune system works and how it measure, how to measure its function. See, in science, it, it's not real until they can measure it and define it, you know? So if they can't measure and define an immune-boosting action done by nutrition and herbs, then it doesn't exist. Here's another quote. Um, they say, um, this is the next paragraph, actually. They say, many products claim to boost or support immunity. The concept of boosting immunity makes little sense scientifically and may not be a good thing. Professional athletes engage in blood doping, putting more blood into their systems to enhance performance, and then they run the risk of strokes. So they compared immune boosting, which they can't scientifically measure, may not be a good thing, and they compare it with the blood doping thing. Not a good thing. See how they used an analogy there to convince you that immune boosting is risky? Hmm? Well, science assumes that boosting the immune system automatically will cause more blood production and put people at a stroke risk. Science seeks to control the mechanisms within the immune system. Science wants to control how many different kinds of cells are in your blood. Immune boosting doesn't seek to override the natural function of the immune system and works within the system. So the body decides which immune cells to manufacture based on the pathogens involved and the nutrition to draw from. So nutritional substances in your diet or in your herbal supplements can actually help your body balance function, not interfere with it at all. So science is stumped when an event can't be measured or analyzed. For example, they, they know that reducing stress elevates the immune system function, you know, reduce stress, pick up the immune system function. They don't know how that's work or how that's happening. So 
they don't want to talk about it. They see the, ele- the it elevates the immune system, and they just don't want they don't want to talk about it uh, because they can't identify the link specifically, scientifically measure that link and how it, the effect cause and effect is working. They admit that science is not advanced enough to understand how this works at improving immunity. So my question for all the folks at Harvard is, if you don't know enough about the human immune system and how it functions, then why subject that immune system to suppressant drugs, autoimmune suppressant drugs? So medical science has its place. I think the solution they have is trauma. You know, if you're in a car accident, you know, get you stabilized, you know, great. Uh, But they don't prevent disease. They manage disease. They make more money with you living somewhat comfortably with your disease. Disease management, not prevention, is their bread and butter. So how many death certificates are issued that cite death by prescription medications? The answer, they are in the millions. How many death certificates are issued citing death by herbs or supplements? alone? The answer is there aren't any. If you see any link with, you know, supplements and cause of death, it's usually because that person wasn't just taking herbs and supplements. They were taking, like, over-the-counter drugs or prescription drugs with those herbs. So it's my experience that if one is very diligent with their diet, they get regular exercise, they avoid prescriptions and over-the-counter drugs as much as they can, you know, they get the good nutrition in, they cleanse and nourish the body, they're going to be healthier and they're going to stay above dirt longer. So if you are interested in a safer, more effective way of avoiding your winter colds, your flu bugs, um, call the folks at Apothecary Herbs. They can help you boost your immune system naturally. Give it the nutrition it needs to strengthen itself. Because if you've been taking antibiotics, you know your immune system has kind of been set back a bit. So what you want to do is bring it up to normal level. That's what you're doing with nutrition. I encourage you to check out thepowerherbs.com. They have a really great uh, combo. It's called My Three Amigos. It's three products that you use for the synergistic effect. Each of them helps the herbs work totally um, 100% better, and that's why it's called My Three Amigos. And you can take it at first time of feeling, you know, like you're not yourself, and uh, let them go to work. Uh, they have some other uh, echinacea formulas for, you know, shortening the duration of illness as well. Uh, they have some broad-spectrum products, more targeted ones for things like bronchitis, pneumonia, sinusitis. So you, your, your immune-boosting options are pretty endless there. So you go to thepowerherbs.com, click on the immune-boosting allergy tab, and uh, you can peruse the products. But if you have questions, uh, do give them a call, 866 229 3663-866-229-3663. If you're outside the U.S. dial 704-885-0277 and thepowerherbs.com. Powerherbs.com. That's where your healthcare options just became endless. If you're serious about herbs, you need apothecary herbs. Hey, we've got a great quote, an endorsement from a customer, Bill from New York. Uh, it's up on the webpage. He says that um, basically I'm going to paraphrase. He says that the apothecary brand of products, their supplements, was a big changer for him. You know, their quality. So it was a big game changer, he said, for him. So, yeah, there's a big difference. You get what you pay for kind of thing. 
All right. We're gonna, we have a few minutes. Oh, eight minutes, less than eight minutes. Um, let's talk about, we got, we got the holidays. People are going to be feasting. Let's face it. We're going to eat, right? We are going to chow down. <laughs> and you're going to be eating things you probably don't eat every day of the year. Um, and you may eat too much of it. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think there's one house in uh, the U.S. If, if you've got guys coming over for Thanksgiving, you know, eventually, they're all going to be on the sofa in the recliner, unbuttoning their pant button and sitting down to watch football because they ate so much, right? Absolutely. American, uh, you know, standard right there. So uh, there are some things we can do to improve our digestion. Here's some suggestions for you. If you don't want to overeat, there's an herb that can help you not overeat, okay? Um, if you want to, you know, tamper down the appetite a little bit, there are herbs that can help you reduce the appetite a little bit. Um, if you, you know, have digestive upset, nausea and things, and um, bloating and gas, there are herbs that can get rid of that in a skinny minute, and you don't have to risk yourself to the over-the-counter products that can really strip your body of minerals, you know, trying to get rid of all those symptoms. All right, so here are uh, a couple of suggestions. Uh, if you want to kind of tamper down the appetite a little bit, you know, you don't want to eat so much, uh, use some fennel seed before you eat. It actually um, helps uh, reduce, you know, uh, the urge, your appetite. It, kind of, it doesn't suppress it really, but it does reduce your appetite a little, okay? Now, if you have an eating disorder, you don't want to do that. But uh, fennel seed is also very good for um, gas. If you tend to get a little gassy, uh, it'll get rid of the gas really quick, like, you know, less than 10 minutes. Um, now, you can use your ginger if you, get, if you overeat and you get too nauseated. Use your peppermint if you overeat and you get a stomach ache. Um, and then the, the herb that is really primo to have on hand to take a half hour before you sit down to that wonderful Thanksgiving meal uh, is gentian root. Gentian root, they used to serve that in the 40s and 50s um, to prevent overeating. What it did is it pre prepared your enzymes, your digestive enzymes, and it just made the dining experience digestive-wise more enjoyable, okay? It helps the body, especially if you have reflex issues. Hello? The gentian root helps move food out of the stomach to the small intestine uh, more quickly, not prematurely, but more efficiently, so that you don't have uh, the risk of those digestive acids still trying to digest food sloshing up into the esophagus, okay? Of course, there's a lot of foods you want to avoid if you have the sphincter muscle right there at the esophagus and stomach that is a little lazy, doesn't want to close, and then you get that reflux thing. Watch your chocolate. Uh, watch your alcohol, okay, because that makes that muscle kind of lazy. It almost anesthetizes it for about a half hour, and, uh, and then you get the reflux. So I know, and this time of year, there's chocolate, right? Alcohol. Well, try to stay away from that. So gentian root is one of those things you want to take a half hour before the meal begins. Take it with a little water. 
and just then enjoy yourself without overeating, you know, and you'll be, you won't be miserable, you know, after the meal because you ate too much. So there you go. Some digestive herbs for you, thepowerherbs.com. They do have a digestive kit as well with some herb products in there. Um, it's great for traveling if you're traveling to grandmother's house, you know. And if you <laughs> tend to eat things that, you know, if you have a potluck kind of thing going on and you're eating things that you've never eaten before and your body goes, what was that? And then you're in the bathroom, right? Uh, dysentery, kind of diarrhea. Well, you definitely want to try some slippery elm. It'll stop that, bam, like in five minutes. It is just totally too cool of an herb not to have. Slippery elm. Uh, so check out thepowerherbs.com. You want to click on the digestion tab for all that and or give them a call and ask for a free product catalog. Have that handy, and you just flip to the digestion section, and then you just call up and place your order. The number is 866-229-3663, 866-229-3663, thepowerherbs.com. If you're outside the U.S., dial 704-885-0277, and you know, with a few basic herbs that are whole plant food nutrition to the body, you are so powerful at stopping all those problems before they even start. You know, you're pretty amazing. The herbs are really cool. Um, and don't forget, powerherbs.com, the folks at Apothecary Herbs, the powerherbs.com. They're going to have a Black Friday special. They're going to have a Cyber Monday special. So that's coming up. You want to stop by or give them a call and ask uh, what's going on with that and uh, reap the benefits. Save big time. 866-229-3663, thepowerherbs.com. Stock up on your cold and flu stuff, your digestive stuff, your first your pandemic kits, which you can use for cold and flu as well. Um, you got tools, you got options, you got power. There you go. What do you say? I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. I am. Going to play with my grandchildren. Going to just chill. And uh, come back next week all revitalized and enthusiastic. If you got a health topic you want me to include, send me an email. I will try to include it in the show. Well, I see by the clock I've run out of time. So the information presented is not intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure disease. So seek medical advice if you dare from a licensed medical physician before using any product or therapy. Have a good Thanksgiving. Be safe out there. See you next week. Bye-bye. body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere 
with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Alfred Addisk, and this is the American Independence Hour for Tuesday. What is this, 24th day of November, year of our Lord, 2015? I am going to now do the dance of the three veils. First veil number one is, I am a man made in God's image and endowed uh, as per Genesis 1, 26 through 28, given dominion over the animals. I can't be an animal. Veil number two, I'm endowed by my Creator with certain unalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's as per the Declaration of Independence. And veil number three, yes, I'm broadcasting from within the borders of the state of Texas, meaning a state of a member state of the Perpetual Union styled the United States of America. A lot of people, I do that every program. A lot of people probably think it's silly. Some people, if you haven't heard it before, say, what the heck's wrong with that guy? Well, I think this is its a statement of who I am, what I am, where I am. And it's the sort of thing that I think is just a good habit. It's admittedly something that some people are going to say, that sounds a little odd, that sounds a little peculiar, but where's the harm? All right. All I've done is make a statement of my relationship to the Bible. I've made a statement on my relationship to the Declaration of Independence that we celebrate every 4th of July, and I've made a statement as to where I am within the borders of the state of Texas. (laughs) And a lot of people think this is all obvious, and gee, why do you bother? But it's not obvious. It's the sort of thing that's a, from my perspective, I think it's important you have to understand these ideas, you have to be able to express them, Um, at the proper time, and if you can, maybe, maybe you can resist the attentions of the drooly constituted authorities. Our co-host tonight, as just about always, is Frank Steffen. Hello, Frank. How are you doing? Hi there, Al. You know, know, your your disclaimer there, you know what it makes... (laughs) I think of preparedness. Yeah. When I hear you say this all the time, because it's like, yeah, okay, maybe tonight nobody's listening that cares. To you know, it doesn't matter whether you said it or not. But next time might be different. 
or the time after that. Just like preparing, just like, yeah. you know, getting storage food. Yeah. Uh, hey, maybe something won't happen next month or the month after or the year after. But what about when it does? And yeah. and what's the harm? That's the main thing. You know, With there's a couple of different strategies that I've kind of, that I've worked out a little bit over time. And one of the things I try to do with the Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.